Every position I got a diamond at. But if I'm not getting a Mushu, you ain't getting a Jeremy. What? I feel like a young no more. Write to us. We're very friendly. We'll respond. Much love. I like root beer now. You did me dirty. Welcome to Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy, episode number 15. Uh, we are back. We are ready to roll. We are staying cool in this super hot weather. Hopefully it starts cooling down. Jer, how are you? I'm doing good. Even better with the fact that you put our name inside yeah, your intro today. I learned. I learned. I'm not like Anakin Skywalker. He learns. <laughs> it takes a long time to learn. It only took you two solo. episodes, buddy. Yeah, so I had to kind of train myself again to make sure I say the right things. But welcome back. Uh, episode 15, of course, we're in a Thursday, so sports, 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 always, always, always. But first, random question of the day. Now, it's kind of random, but for me, uh, I was watching a, a TV, and a trailer comes on. And the movie that is they're showing is called New Mutants. I'm not sure if you heard oh, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, don't really care about the movie. Sorry for those who do who do want to see. You're not it. an X Men fan. Not not that. I just uh, I'm not really excited for it. Sorry, I'm more excited for Tenant. Shout out to Tenant coming out hopefully in September and we can watch it in the movie theaters. But in this movie, New Mutants, there's a girl. Her name's Magic with a K, and she has a pet dragon. Puff the Magic Dragon. Huh? Is it Puff the Magic Dragon? I I, I don't know. I don't know the name. But here's here you'll understand. That's all I'm gonna tell you. Just remember that story. Okay? Just remember that the story. The dragon. The dragon, yes. When you were growing up. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be a funny question. Who that was a fictional character did you have a crush on growing up as a kid? Ooh, that's a good one. Hmm. Would you like to me to go first? I feel like I figured that that's a tough so one. So is it like TV show or like you say book? No, I mean, it's like TV, TV uh, cartoons, movies, you know. Cartoons. You know, you're growing up as a kid, you're like 10, 11, you're like, oh, I have a crush on her. I you like know, her. I like her. <laughs> uh, you buy flowers for girls. <laughs> um, that's a good question. Go ahead. I, I feel like you've already. Yes, so that's the reason I'm letting you, I'll let you think about it while I tell my mm. story. All right. Here's how we get the dragon involved in this. And I, if you heard me before, I was singing. Do you remember Disney Channel? Yes. American Dragon Jake Long. Oh, no. Do you remember that Is show? Is it the anime girl? Do you remember Rose, the anime yeah. chick? That you, the she, anime one? She was cool. She was she was a badass. She kicked butt, and she was cute. Oh well, now you're leading me in a whole another direction. Why you were thinking of going somewhere else? Well, you know, I was funny. I was I was in the Disney realm. Yeah. Well, but, well, Disney. It's Disney with me. It, just you know. Yeah, I was just Disney, and then I started thinking to myself. I'm like, well, back in the day, I'm like. Hannah Montana was really pretty. I was like, oh, that's a, well, that's a good one. That's a good one. Cause she I wouldn't have minded that one. That's a fictional character. Yeah, or that one, or I would have gone with, um, I can't remember. Selena Gomez, I believe, plays Alex oh, in Wizards uh, of Wizards Waverly. of Waverly Place. That she is got a, a little good spunk to her. So, um, ooh, it would probably be between those two, I think. Oh, you know who I just thought about, too? I, I loved Kim Possible as a show and as a person. Oh, Kim Possible. I okay, a, I can see that one. She's a cool chick. Definitely. That's even Steven girl that plays her, right? Yeah, the voice. Yeah. Yeah, the voice, definitely, definitely. And, of course, for if you guys heard me along throughout the show, I'm a Boy Meets World fan. Topanga, all day, every day. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I know you like your Topanga. I She's wish in, um, in high school. If What's you up? remember, 
Oh, you know what? No, I was thinking she was in the white collar show, but it wasn't her. It was uh, a girl Kelly from yeah, Kelly. Which is funny. They were just showing Saved by the Bell, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'll watch it. Why not? That was Why a good not? question. I was not yeah, expecting us to little, go there. No. It was not a little light, lighthearted, so, fun. You know what? Give me Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. I like it. And I'll take you possible, Stewart. actually, now that I'm talking about it. Miley Stewart or Hannah? They're technically two different people. They're two different people. Give me Miley because she's going to give me the best of both worlds. That's <laughs> I like what you did there. I like it a lot. <laughs> All righty. So, of course, we got to go through our sports, uh, you know, weekly update. I figure we start in the realm of soccer, football, UEFA, all that good stuff because it's transfer season, transfer season at its highest. Uh, now, if we would read off every single transfer that happened, this show would last until next year. So, I figured why not go to some, you know, notable ones. We'll go ahead and start in the Premier League. Uh, uh, Willian from Arsenal. I mean, from Chelsea now moving on to Arsenal. Really? I didn't even hear the, the that news is on that. Free transfer? Free transfer. So, that Ooh, uh, for anyone for who Arsenal. knows, free transfer means that you do not have to pay a transfer fee. Kind of like free agency. Kind of like free agency. It's pretty much just a free. You, you're going to sign him to his contract. That's it. You don't have to pay the club that he's leaving. Uh, the rights. It's kind of, it's a little bit more confusing and a little bit more. I the, think the best the example would be. Just free agency, yes, in a sense, because just think of free agency in your sport. Yeah, because you, you have no contract, so you you're just no moving contract. on. Yes, what we mean if it's like if uh, free agency was different in the states, we would have to pay the other team some money to sign them and then sign them again. So it's kind of weird, but that's how the way it works because you know they're smaller clubs and that's how they kind of help them pay get the their, money to pay generate. their money. Yeah. Uh, of course, we mentioned Chelsea. My brother, we have to mention Chelsea. They had a, I think they had a really nice window. Timo Werner, ha- uh, Hakim Ziyech, uh, Ben Chilwell, who we just heard about. Was a defender? Uh, he's a defender, left, left back, back from Leicester, yep. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, most likely, it coming very soon, the signing of Kai Havertz. So, that's I think that's a pretty good – I am not. You know you're a Man United fan, but at the same time, that is a lot of good players coming in. Sometimes having too much talent can uh, make a squad <laughs> a little worse. Because I think, honestly, what it was for them this year is very young squad with a great manager, yeah. in, uh, Frank Lampard. Definitely. And bringing the team together rather than rallying around a superstar. Yes. It was definitely a more team effort. Um Equivalent to a Pacers or something like sure, that in the, sure. a, in the NBA. And, of course, don't forget that they did have uh, up to like the beginning of last year or the, be, uh, the end of last year, they still had that transfer ban. So they had a lot of things that they weren't able to do. That's why you saw a lot of youngsters. But now there's a little bit of movement in that. Uh, Manchester City, who came in second, are losing uh, Leroy Sané. Uh, they're losing da- David Silva. And they're also bringing in Nathan Ake, who I heard is a really good center back. Uh, hopefully, they they're trying to probably find the next Van Dyke in there. These guys then, bring center backs in like nothing. Yeah, they need, door. they need people. They Where need did people. Silva go? Does it have David Silva went to Real Sociedad, which is back in Spain. Oh, he came back he, uh, to Spain. He, he is 34, so he is, you know, on his uh, oh. twilight side of his career. Who knows? Maybe he comes, uh, you know, to play in the MLS. Usually, a lot of players do do that. It's gotten better, the MLS, but at the same time, uh, that is an option for them. Uh, maybe another big one for your Manchester United. Not a lot of news coming in because they do have a lot of great players. They show that at the end of the, the season coming in third and uh, almost uh, capturing that FA Cup but coming short in the semifinal. Alexis Sanchez, who was a big uh, signing, is now leaving to Inter Milan. I'm pretty sure you're happy that, Free, about that. Permanent he, move, right? Yeah, permanent move. Big, move. big money or no? Uh, not too much, no. No, it's undisclosed at the moment. Uh, okay. So, not, you know, it'll start coming out, but I'm pretty sure. I don't yeah, think he, he didn't was, mix well with Man U for exactly. whatever reason. But he was very dominant with uh, Arsenal, so... Kind of weird to see that it, it, happening. It, it just depends, right? Sometimes it just uh, it just doesn't work. It doesn't yeah, work. no, it's just style, management, whatever yes. it is. It just it just doesn't work for you there. Um, don't forget they had a transfer move of a uh, Harry. What is it? Uh, center back, McGuire. 
Oh, that's right. Two well, years for the well for two the wrong suspension in for, a sense for the wrong reasons because he was uh, doing some stuff in Greece that he wasn't supposed to do. Now, uh, one that I uh, wanted to bring up, I don't have too much information on Serie A, which is the Italian league, but I'm pretty sure you've heard about it. And I think it's good because, of course, we are both from the states. Uh, United States, McKinney. Yes, McKinney on a close, close, very close deal to going to Juve. Yeah, I saw today he's in. He's yeah, in Italy. He's actually doing the physicals. I think they're yep. waiting to report it Monday that he will be a Juventus player. Cool. What do you think about that? I know, uh, you know, Juve is a part of our, uh, a little bit, we've, we root for them because we are Cristiano Ronaldo fans, but having a, an American play in a top, uh, in a top league like top that, league like that in and playing top team. in top team. And, you is know, is he going to be the first American to play with a Ronaldo, with Ronaldo? I That's think he what might I'm be, thinking. Huh? Maybe he could That's be. That's pretty big just in itself to play with a quality player like that. Um, but it's very good to see that the U.S. players are able to keep up at that level. Yeah. Because I know everybody thinks of us more uh, like big. Yeah. Just big, kind of slow, and not as technical. So it's always nice to see U.S. Uh, players get out to the big leagues and grow. And it not only helps themselves grow, but you're growing the game here in the States by being on a bigger platform. Like Definitely, that. definitely. And then uh, it's, a, it's a nice, uh, like you said, it's encouraging to see uh, – some young players coming through the ranks. It's just obviously Christian Pulisic is already making a name himself in Chelsea. Gio Reyna is uh, doing things at uh, Borussia Dortmund. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Tyler Adams in RB Leipzig. So that's a lot in uh, Germany. Scored the first goal, American goal, I think, in uh, a, a semifinal, semifinal or the latest, semifinal. right? A latest round of a championship, yeah, something like that, qualifying. Is, yeah, uh, he, he made um, and, history with that. And of course, we mentioned Weston McKinney. You know, so I don't know. Hopefully, future's bright. You never know. Sometimes you think the team is, oh, what's going on? This team is not as good. They show up at the World Cup. They perform well. Sometimes you think the team is supposed to do really well, and they don't even qualify. So that's why but it is. Just another thing on the U.S. Yeah, players. Sorry. It's also nice. It's, it's good for that, uh, for their own purpose, but it's going to be good for the international squad. We might be more competitive because we're going to have higher quality players. Of course. So okay. for those people who aren't too interested in soccer, but they love it when it's Olympics or World Cup yeah. or anything like that. I think the U.S. has got something in store coming up in a few years. Of course, and you have to just keep that in, in mind, and it's good to have that experience and exposure. Exactly. Right, the exposure. All righty. Well, uh, of course, uh, as we get a little bit more of transfer news, because it's not quite done, of course, the seasons, like we mentioned, a couple episodes will begin in mid-September. Some have already started. We'll get more info to you guys there. Now, just a really quick recap. We don't have too much information on this. Just the overall series in the Stanley Cup playoffs for the NHL. Uh, tied at 1-1 is the uh, Golden Knights versus the Canucks. Uh, 2-1, Dallas leads over the Dallas Stars. Tampa Bay Lightning lead over the Boston Bruins in the Eastern Conference. And, of course, Philadelphia and the New York Islanders are tied at one. So they're all tight, all games. There's going to be no sweeps. So we'll keep you guys posted on that as we get closer to the end. Now, NBA, of course, uh, we have a lot of news. Unfortunately, we did need to, um, for good reason, uh, just take a time off. Uh, There was games that were postponed. Um, But we did want to just go over what the overall outlook on each series uh, has been. How our, our opinions and how we see each uh, maybe the next series uh, turning out because we are already in the next round in a couple. Yeah, a couple. Uh, we started, a lot of the East is going on to the second much, round. Um, um, but I think overall, the, this past week of basketball was actually pretty fun to watch. Yeah. in my opinion. Yes. Um, a lot of tight games. Tight games. Uh, a lot tight of tight games. games yeah. A lot of great series. Um, just starting off with the Lakers right here. Yes, let's Lakers, go with the Lakers. Steamrolled the Portland Trail uh, Trail Blazers. Back to back games. On pretty much. Day. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it. No, two, two of the three were steamrolls. Sorry, sorry, yes, yes. Two yes, of the yes. three. Mm-hmm. I, 
I like where your head's at, though. Yeah, so, you know, I, 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 the, after the first game, you know, we kind of talked about it. Oh, you worried? Remember we kind of mentioned yeah, we it? Were but after that, they've been in control far and away. The most it looked like it was more of a failure game. Like, yes. let's see what you guys are going to do, what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Give us your best punch, and we'll respond to it. Mm-hmm. And they've responded big time. Exactly. It's been um, like a big, uh, huge, we, we put all these games together. Let's just say they've been playing one whole game. The first 20 minutes, the Blazers, are they're feeling each other out. The last one's been like Big Brother just kind of like, uh, okay, you know. you've yeah, had exactly. your moment. You get me right. I, it's <laughs> like you you let the brother get up to five, and you have to get up to yeah. eleven. You're like, okay, you got your four. It's time. Exactly. Exactly. No, but you know, I liked um, on on Monday, Mama Day. Um, it looked yes. like everybody kind of channeled a little bit. Yeah, wearing those uh, awesome jerseys. Oh, I love those um, Laker, the Kobe inspired city mm-hmm. jerseys. Um, Snake skin. I think it has all his accomplishments on the side of the shorts. I believe yeah, you it have is. to really look into it, but it's really cool, man. It's it was, really no, it's cool. a really cool jersey. Um, LeBron stepped up big time. Yes. Huge in the 28 minutes that he played. I think it was like 28, yeah, like 30 points, I think. Yeah, 30 points. Uh, but the thing, actually, honestly, that's most impressive is the 28 minutes that he played. Right. It was great. He played 28 minutes. I want to say AD played less than the 28. Exactly. And you're still winning by a good amount. You don't need him. Of course, AD, unfortunately, went for uh, back spasms. Back but I'm pretty sure that's just precautionary, especially with I that I think it was more just uh, feels a little uncomfortable. Listen, we're up. Sit we're out. up. Exactly. Uh, but that tells you that's good because uh, it gives him some rest, especially uh, LeBron. I know he's 35, but he's still performing as the best player in the league. AD is younger, much younger, 26. But at mm-hmm. the same time, it's good to get those good players just some rest. Get some minutes off. Exactly. Get some and minutes then off not that. only that, you're letting your other guys get in rhythm. Yeah. Uh, J.R. Smith has been uh, shooting the ball a little rough uh, lately. Yeah. However, he was bit. able to knock down a three to tie Kobe Bryant. Yes. Um, Super cool, by the way. I just wanted to mention, I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of people saw this on Twitter, on video. When you see that corner three where he ties it, it just has a, uh, like uh, imagery that he's wearing the number 24. Yeah, on his back like, I don't know what it is, how he turns. It, yeah. Uh, the one looks like a four. The one is so close to the two, it just makes it look like a four, mm-hmm. but it's super cool. No, and I course, thought that was a pretty cool yeah. moment, too. Um, nice to see him going. Uh, Danny Green. Knocked down like four or five yeah, threes. Yeah, those um, two guys Kuz are playing well. Is playing amazing right 18 now. Eighteen points, I believe, for Kuz. So it's just really exciting to see them. The only downside for the Trailblazers, they lost their star. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. I was like, the only downside, of course, it's not a downside if we want to win as a Lake, as Laker fans, but downside of seeing a star, you know, go down to injury. You never want to see that. And I think it's a little bit more than they're letting on. Me too. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't ever want to speculate. I'm pretty sure you're in the same boat as me. Like, yeah. oh, something worse. But it didn't look as good. No, as they're calling it a sprain, and the way it looked and locked up, I'm thinking it's going to be a lot more. Mm, I hope. And I hope not. He actually left the bubble today. Yeah, he left the to bubble to go get um, secondary option or secondary uh, review opinion. On it. Probably opinion, just yeah. to see what it is. I got you. I ho- hopefully he's okay. But hopefully since he's, he's out of the bubble, I know if he tries to come back in. It's at least, I think it's a three- or four-day period where mm-hmm. it's quarantined. So I think Dame is done for the series. I think their series wraps up as soon as play resumes. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, the only thing I would hope for, obviously, number one, Dame's health because he's a great player in this league. You never want to see anyone injured. Number two, the Lakers win. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, all right, Clippers because that's number two in the uh, standings. Now, uh, two to two. Remember, that Luka, that Luka winner was, was, that was, big. was huge. And, of course, we did film that episode before we went to go play. We'll mention that later on that we played somewhere very nice, but we can mention that later. Um, two to two, we didn't get to talk about the game, the game winner. And that game winner was ridiculous. I saw it. it I like the call. Is it Mike Bren? Yeah. The bang! Bang! Dude, I, I, love, I love his bang calls, but that 
that was a gutsy shot right there. Hey man, with with a lot with a with a bad ankle, and I know that's a that's a little behind because that's to tie two two. And obviously, if you guys have been watching, it's three two Clippers because they absolutely gave him a beating uh, the next time they played him. Uh, and we saw something. What do you? What were your thoughts on Marcus Morris? I've looked at the video a handful of times. And it's just not adding up to me where it was just a normal play. Yeah, it looked a little weird. He's pretty far, man. When they sh- Especially that you know, side I, view. You know that yeah, I know you, you know, like sometimes a player knocks down the shot or whatever, and then like they just come up and play defense. Yeah. But they usually like, you know, you kind of do a little sprint and jog, whatever it is. Yeah, his route but was you don't really, really weird. Go, like you're on him, but you're on his back. It's not like yeah. you're trying to take off the inbound pass. Mm-hmm. It's more like, let me just pressure. Maybe they go somewhere else, yeah. right? And that happened in just his movements. It's that last step. That really kind of bothers me. Yeah. Because you see that. To be honest, it looks like he's ready to plant. And then it kind of extends last yeah, second because maybe little, he sees something. A little extra. And, you know, so we know that Luca has been injured with that ankle. So, um, you know, a lot of people are coming are kind of half-half about it. Like, yo, no, he, no one walks like that. Other people are like, yo, it's heat at the moment. He's just coming in and getting run up to him. Well, I don't what know. What were your thoughts? I looked a little, 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 you know, a little dirty. A little dirty. I know there's a certain um, gamesmanship to the yeah, everything, same. right? Because you look at Jalen Rose with the foot. Uh, I know Kobe's told the story mobile, multiple times where he's gone into Orlando to play yeah. the T-Mac. And, you know, they'd go talk talk, talk, um, talk trash to Kobe. And he'd be like, oh, so his back's okay? And they're like, yeah, the back's fine, yada, yada. He's like, all right, we're going to check it out. Exactly. And that. shot goes up, right? Rebound. Uh, you check. A him, nice yeah. little check. Hey, how's that back doing? Yeah, right? I mean, so I know there's part of that. Um, there's part of, exactly that's exactly what I was gonna say too. There's part of that because you know you always hear like, oh, that guy he's got a you know um, his knees bothering him a little bit or his back's a little mm-hmm. stiff, his wrist. He's like, oh well, we'll we'll test it out, right? We'll check it. Basically saying like we're gonna hit you kind of hard in that area. So is what he did part of the game? I don't know. It just depends what you how you see it. I, I don't think it was the worst thing, but it was the it's just the route looked a little bad. Route looked a little funky. I think that's all. I'm just happy Luca's not seriously injured with it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I think he'd be a a bigger uproar about it. True. But um, overall, maybe just a little gamesmanship, a little dirty. But hopefully Luca's okay. Hopefully they get back Przingis and they can tie this thing up 3-3 because I'd love to see this go to game seven. That will be great. That will be great. All right. Playoff P is back too. I'll play, well, for one game. For one game. One came game. in and knocked down like, uh, what do you have, like 30 points in the 25 minutes or whatever? All joking aside, well, jokingly aside, actually, I'm joking. Uh, you know how they call them Pandemic P? That's what it was. Pandemic. Uh, someone I heard, I, they were like, I don't prefer, I don't like that name as much. I prefer uh, PG thirteen <laughs> percent. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> Did you like Chucks? What do you say? He's like talking about playoff uh, P. He yes. was like, they don't oh. call me Championship Chuck. Yeah, I was like, you can't why call you yourself <laughs> Playoff P. They don't call me Championship Chuck. Yeah, pretty much. I Chuck's thought that hilarious. was a little funny uh, bit with them. Um, moving on though, hit the Utah. Right? We're gonna yeah, go you want to go to Utah? Yeah, let's go to Utah. Let's go to Utah uh, the, and, since, they're the uh, third, since they're the third seed, right? Uh, no, they're the sixth seed, actually. It was that five? No, it's five, six, right? No, they're well, no, no, three, six. Three, six. Three, yeah, six. Three, I'm sorry. Six, three, six. Yeah, three, six, and Utah is the six, right? Denver's the three. Yes, you're right. Uh, and, bad. of course, Utah was up 3-1. Of course, now it's 3-2. to two. Uh, This is a nice series, like you, like we mentioned here. Um, Donovan Mitchell is a bad man. Jamal Murray. It's coming out. He he performed last game. You saw that you like six, spin? Did, did you see that yeah. 360 spin? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was really respect to him. Gobert, too. Gobert, one of the on Gobert, yeah. top one of defensive premier players. defenders. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Is it going to go seven, or you think Utah closes it out? That's a tough one. You know, Utah has to be led by a great game by Donovan Mitchell. If, they, if Denver can go into the Lakers' game plan of let him get his, shut out everybody else, 
I mean, it could go seven, but hmm. if I'm just gonna say yes or no, I think it's going it's gonna go seven. I think Denver takes one more. Mm, interesting. Too much firepower but, but, over there. But you, but you think Denver wins it all? <sighs> so you think they win the next two? Yeah, you know what? Give me Denver. Really? Denver okay. And seven. I like that. I like that you're going bold. I'm gonna stick with Utah. Uh, something about Denver, I'm not very comfortable with. Something about Jamal the, the Murray. La- no, not Jamal Murray. He's a good <laughs> player. Last year, though, they were up. Uh, they, I mean, they almost got eliminated by a seven seed in, in San Antonio. It took them game seven, seven, seven games. I feel there's something. Was a nice team, though. That, yeah, that I feel. Year. I know, but, but there's something about this kind of like setting, this kind of team style. That you feel like they don't have the. They don't have the, the it factor. Yeah. There's to get something past about them that's not. They they have the talent. They have a big man. They have a shooter, and then they have a couple of wing players. They they might need another wing player probably. That's what they're missing. Because um, right now, what you got Millsap, you run Millsap, you run Jokic, you run. Uh, Murray, Murray, Gary Harris. Gary Harris hurt right now, so he's oh, not even he's playing. Not playing. Michael Porter, I know, stepped Michael up Porter big stepped time. Up. So you know what, Michael Porter could be that guy because he's a, like a wing, more of a wing mm-hmm. player, but he's a rookie, right? So yeah, he's a rookie. So I we'll think, see if he can step up. I think moment, that's what right? they're missing for me for them to be a true contender. Like to kind of for me, they remind me like a baseball version, like the Rockies. Like they're really good, but something about oh, them, I feel like I'm not. I don't trust them. Yeah, I don't trust them. Right? No, I got that. That's funny that they're both from Denver. <laughs> I trust me, I wasn't even trying to do that. Okay, uh, OKC. Tying two two, Rockets. Hey, OKC is gonna be a hard. I said that it's gonna I, be a hard I, knockout. I right said, there. remember, I was like, I think uh, at first when they're two, I was like, dang it, OKC didn't do what I was gonna say, but they, they came come back, back and won they back, come back to back games, big tight games, and Chris Paul looks like the all star, the uh, MVP candidate that he has been for most of his career. That guy too, man. That guy is clutch. Oh, he is. It's just his whole issue has always been um, health in the playoffs. Yeah, healthy. So far, he's healthy, which is good. Fingers crossed. His uh, little curse doesn't happen. Yeah, I hope so too, man. Because I, I think honestly, OKC can knock out the Rockets, and I think that'd be a huge win for uh, CP3. A little finger to Houston. Yeah, of course. A little the hey, you guys let me go, right? Not only that, I'd rather play OKC than play the Thunder. We, we talked I about mean, it too. The, we, we agree. The we agree. Rockets. And the Rockets. Um, uh, do you remember when everyone's like, "Oh, where's OKC? Where's Chris Paul gonna go after OKC? There's no way he's staying. They're rebuilding, and look where he's brought him, man. I know it's not just him. Well, yeah, he has one more year on the contract. I think yeah. next year. So hey, man, if he, if I think you, they might keep him. If they're not winning, then you then you send the, him. Okay, so you know how, what he's done, right? Let's take out the playoffs just to do the season. You know what he did in the season. You, you know that information. Yeah. Go back to the beginning when, let's just say, you could have got. Would you wanted the Lakers to get him? You think he would have helped? Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what? I think so. Um, to me, it's just I gotta think personalities. Yeah. Does he mix with LeBron? I think, they're, think good, they're good friends. Well, they're banana boat people, they're banana but boat you think people. they actually mix on the court? Uh, that's that was that was gonna be my only thing. Because CP3 has a ball a lot. If you can convince CP3. Hey, we're gonna give you the same amount of minutes as your starter. You'll end the game with LeBron, but for the beginning, you don't start. You come off the bench. I don't know if his ego will allow him to do that, but I feel like if he was like the leader off the bench, it would be perfect. Oh, he would be the greatest six man I think I, I would have ever seen. Yeah, because be imagine because you saw last year how well Kuzma uh, adapted without the ball. So having now you have, have a guy CP3, like that. Yeah, oh, no. dude, he would set him up all day. You know what? The Lakers have good enough shooters where if you were to have Chris Paul come in, yeah, I would. What I would do is say. All right, LeBron, at the six-minute mark, they're coming out. Chris is going in. Yeah. So you still have a top ball handler. Mm-hmm. You have AD down low. You'd bring in Kuzma on one mm-hmm. wing. You'd have probably Danny Green. Yeah, yeah. Or no, you, you can just, have Caldwell Pope. Yeah. And now uh, you have J.R. Dion. JR. So at the time, you also had Avery. So oh, you, you would have had Avery Bradley. You would have some dogs up top defensively, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, you save his legs a little bit. He doesn't have to really go because you have KCP and Avery Bradley. 
let's just say this is during the season. Mm-hmm. This is a hypothetical. But at first, I remember when he did first, I was like, I don't really want him. Because they were talking, oh, maybe Chris Paul could go to the Lakers. So I was like, I don't want Chris Paul. I think the only way he was coming, though, because Lakers had zero trade assets. Yeah. Would be for him to buy out. Exactly. That's, I'm just saying if you got him like that. Not, but don't you know what? That would have been a very good pickup, I think, regardless. Yeah. I regardless. think at first, I would be like, oh, he's old. He's this. He's that. But if he played the way he played right now. Exactly. Right? Very good. Pretty cool to think about what could have been. Or if he would have gone to okay. Miami like that, too. That'd oh, be a, that's right. That'd be a nice. Because I know that's where the main talk was. Good point. Good point. Uh, but uh, on the point guard aspect, we should be seeing Rajon Rondo coming back soon because he is cleared for basketball activities. He just needs to get his back legs spasm. under. This so. right now would be the time to play him. I think if he's healthy, get him, get him in throw him out there 25 minutes a night, winning or losing, just leave him out there. You it's would. Really, even you, you're 3-1. You don't want to close it out. Just end it. End it right there. You, you put him out there. If what I think is true about Dame is true. Yes. Like he's definitely out for yeah, sure. Not run him. Back. Run, run him. him out there because if I'm Portland, CJ, we're down 3-1. Lillard's out. You have a fractured back. You're done. Hey, good point. Great because point. Because why am I going to risk, risk him, him uh-huh. further damaging his back, right? That's Even true. if he's saying, no, we could do it, we could do that, you have to be able to look yourself in the mirror and be honest with yourself. That's true, but then a competitor would old, would never say, you know, Kobe himself would never uh, be. Yeah, no. Yeah, I know what you're going with. You got me right. No, I totally understand but what you're saying. coaching staff, management, and owners have to meet together and say, What's the best for our future? Yeah, I, no, I, I, so it's, it's a tough decision, but we'll see. If that see. happens, then I would just I run him. I would you run upset, him? I wouldn't be upset if I would prefer not to run him, but I would understand if he says, I want to play. Oh, not as in McCollum. Would you, what are oh, you doing sorry. with Rondo? Oh, Rondo. Are you playing uh, him? I wouldn't play him. You just sit him out? No, I say you end the series right now. Boom, nick it in the butt. It's over with. And you, hope you're going to try to take the rest? And take the rest and have Rondo slowly come back slowly because I think rest, number one, is going to be more beneficial to the whole team than getting Rondo just ready for one game. Like getting him up. This is my point. I think what then you playing have an to, extra game. Would you look at what happens? Because technically OKC and um, Houston are supposed to play before the Lakers, right? Yeah, they'll would play. Would you two- take a look at them and be like, they're, I know they're 2-2, two, two, but if OKC gets a three, yeah. are you saying to yourself, I think this is going seven so we can spare a game? No, I would not. Or are you I just w- going to take? No, I would not because I, I, I personally – it's natural. All the players you've heard have talked about this in any sport. You know, I don't want to be caught, even though your game's earlier, I don't want to make decisions based on other teams. Yeah. You should do it for you. For uh, whatever you think. What your strength is, do that. Because then if you start playing to other teams' strengths, like we talked about very uh, that Lakers and Houston, yeah. they didn't play to their strengths. They played to what they thought, oh, it's their weakness. I think then you start running into some trouble. Just go ahead and do what you think is right. Do your do you. Don't change anything. If that's what I think they're going to do, which is kind of looks like keep being conservative with Rondo, kind of mm-hmm. just letting him get back, not just throwing him in the fire. He's not a rookie. He's he, not a rookie, but. he's a rookie, you throw him in there. He's got a lot of potential. Just just go, young buck. Just go run, you know? At the same time, it. I just think you need your NBA legs. You need yeah. your game legs, you know? I, I feel you. I, told, I don't think either one is a bad decision. Just I would take the other one. You would take yeah. the, your, your decision, which is fine. All right. And then, um, well, that is it for the, the West. The West, which is very, very tight. We predicted a very tight West, so yes. now, I think I'm happy with our predictions. So now, far. we got to go to the East, uh, the Bucks versus the Magic. Not quite over yet. Obviously, they did postpone it. Hopefully, they do come back over the weekend. That is 3-1. to one. I don't think we need to talk much about it other than that's pretty much a wrap. That's 3-1. to one. Uh, The m- biggest news out of that, out of that team, is that Giannis, congratulations. He won Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, rightly, right, uh, rightfully deserved. Uh, you like that one, like one the most? What do you think he should have got it? I mean, I, I said in my prediction was Anthony Davis, who, uh, you know, but I don't think any decision was, was no, wrong. No, I don't think there was a bad decision. I was kind of – did you see the standings on, like, how many – who got first? No, no, like I didn't. Okay, did you? 
Yeah. Very close? Close? No. Not, I was very runaway. surprised because, yeah, it was a runaway. Mm. He had, like, 70 votes for mm-hmm. first place, which really took me back because I thought AD had, like, a legit chance. Yeah. I think you took AD and I took Gobert. Yeah. Because I guess we just don't see Milwaukee enough, but I didn't think he had that much of an impact defensively. Yeah. But congrats to him. No, congrats. Congrats. And he's shown a um, really cool couple of pictures I've seen, you know, when he was first in the league and how he was, like, a uh, super skinny Oh, and yeah, he's he, was a, he, his body. he looks like Costas. Yeah, he looks like Costas does now. He looks like an absolute monster, and he is a monster on things. So congratulations, I think Giannis. he's the fourth player to ever win uh, MVP and uh, Defensive Player of the Year now. Well, that, that I think he followed it? Michael, Will. Give me one more name. Uh, LeBron? No. No. <laughs> I don't know. Ah, man. Find that out. Find that out. All right. Well, Giannis, congratulations to you. You're a uh, great player to watch. Uh, come to the Lakers, yeah? All right. Um, now we're going to number two, right? Raptors. Let me go ahead and – that's me wiping off all <laughs> the all the work I needed to do because they swept Brooklyn. Uh, that was not going to be much of a matchup. Raptors. That I have is, it. Huh? I have the – I know you were in oh, the Raptors. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I have go it. Ahead. So five players have won it. I believe it's five. Gary Payton, David Robertson, Michael Jordan, and now Giannis. I'm missing one still. Never mind. Go back to your damn. Oh, Raptors. it's okay. It's okay. Those are that's a that's great company. Regardless if there's another guy, Gary yeah. Payton, David Robinson, Michael Jordan. Great company. Being yeah, all, really all Hall of Famers. Obviously, you get a goat there. You have a really good center and a really good uh, guy who he said he could stop Jordan. All righty, <laughs> <laughs> the glove. Uh, Raptors. Like I said, I did my little clap. Raptors, man. They are gonna move on, and that is that is the team I said to look out for. I like I really like the Raptors coming out of the East. There's something about them. They play some good basketball. Play really hard. And I think they've learned. Obviously, winning last year, they've gotten over that little juju, yeah. whatever it was, the bad LeBron juju they had. Out of the East. And LeBron's not out of the East, so who knows? If they meet him in the finals, that's a different story. But they're not there yet. Congrats to the Raptors. I like dinosaurs too. All right. Where are we going on next? Oh, of course, we already said 76ers got swept by Boston. Uh, their coach, Brett Brown, fired. Um, I think it's about time, right? Yeah, it's definitely about time. We'll, whatever we'll, it is, it's just not working. No, they, we said that they're, like we talked about before, this team's got a lot of talent, but something's not right with them. They're too much big guys, too many good, ball dominant guys, not enough shooters. But then you get Josh Richardson, you get to try to get Defias Harris, you get a shooting center. It's not working. So you got to mix something up. Um, Who do you like over there? What, if you were to put. If you're Elton Brand, who yeah. are you hiring? For a coach? Who's available? There's a lo- there's Let's a lo- just say you can get anybody but Popovich. If, okay, so anybody allowed here? Yeah. Uh, I, in my head, I got an idea of where they might go. I go to the, I go snatch the, I go to Detroit Pistons and snatch up Dwayne Casey. I think he's a really good coach. Really? That's what you're going to Yeah, former Raptors coach who had that bad mojo. Yeah. But I think, I think the man can coach. He's a good player. He seems like he rallies up the troops. He can really be a nice... Uh, uh, nice addition. R- nice addition, role model to those uh, young players who I think need some uh, more leadership. That's what okay. they're missing for me. That's not a bad one. Yeah. I was thinking because he's been getting kind of groomed this year, was maybe they try to poach uh, Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. Interesting. That's a good point. But I heard Jason Kidd. You, you know he's the, supposed to be You know the, the New York Knicks? Oh, is he Knicks job? I know uh, Knicks or uh, – I – as far as I was told or not told but listened and yeah, saw yeah. was that – I think they're expecting Vogel to take him to a certain distance and mm-hmm. say, all right, kid, here's the keys. Really? Interesting. I, I like Vogel. I don't think they'll be fair to him. But Or Kenny Atkinson, I think, would be a good one, too. From He was with Brooklyn for a while. Yes, he was. He got fired this year. 
I don't know if it was Kyrie or KD just didn't like it. But he's really good with the young guys and being able to build a team. Mm, interesting. Well, well, we see there's a lot of good names out there, you know, but we'll definitely see where they go. I think they're going. I think they'll go with someone who's got a little, who's got. Um, he needs a pedigree already. Yeah, but uh, strict enough, like like leadership, but not too hard on them. Not like a Thibodeau, because Thibodeau. I know Thibodeau oh, just got Tibbs. hired by, but you know Thibodeau is very known for to be very like hard on his. I was gonna say maybe one of the Van Gundy brothers, but I think they they push too hard. That they they're old school. Yeah. And these guys, I know maybe they need a little old school in them, but not too much because then you get that kind of back backfire. Like I don't mm-hmm. want to play for you anymore. You know the, the whole point of being a head coach. Well, I think it's a good trait is for your players to respect you, and they would do absolutely anything for you. I think that's when you really get the full respect of your team because you guys become one instead of becoming, uh, what, 15 and one. Yeah, no, I got, I got what you're saying. All right. Uh, help me out. Where am I next? We are heading to South Beach. South Beach, where I, I missed that one. I'll, I'll take it. I'll say that I was really off. I said this is going to be really close. <laughs> I, I want to see T.J. Warren. Yes, I, I was a little harder because I know I was a very – I was a T.J. Warren. Like, hey, man, this guy, look out for this guy. He totally let me down. Come on, T.J. All right. TJ. Well, you're going to see Miami take on uh, Milwaukee in the next round more, yeah, more than likely. I think that would be a good That's se- fun. I want to see Giannis and uh, Jimmy? Jimmy Buckets kind of go at it. I, think I like be that a good one. one. I like that one. Hey, man, uh, Miami takes it. Miami in seven. That, that, I'm calling that, Miami you, in seven. You, you liked Miami coming I'm, out, right? I'm going Miami. That is your thing. If they beat that team, if they beat the Bucks, I well, – Can you see uh, them beating the Raptors in the conference finals? No, but that will be fun because that's the team I chose. That's the team you chose. That will be great. That would be fun. That would be fun. I mean, of course – you know, seeing the, our whole point is obviously wanting the Lakers to be in the in the finals. In the but finals, and we want our prediction. Who would to come you want to face? The Bucks. Uh, that'll be is it? Honestly, be? I think we I think we we handle the Bucks. Okay, well let's well, let's finish it. Do we anything else about Miami really quick? Uh, Nate McMillan fired. Oh yeah, yeah. I That's mean, I, that was very. I didn't understand that yeah, one. Yeah, he McMillan, just got an extension. Yeah, you know, it had to be something they didn't like or they're not seeing or there's a, the direction. Uh, hopefully, it wasn't one of those. Uh, Firing in the moment, you know you're upset. Oh you're yeah, like, I know what? He's a great coach. He's done a great job over there. He could be a Knicks candidate. That's true. Good point. Uh, or or 76ers candidate. Or, or seven, he's yeah. good. It looks like he's good at bringing the team together. Yes. In absence, he's a former stars. point guard, so he's got that leadership skill. Yeah, kind of no, thing. that would be a. I mean, if you have an option to get him, is definitely somebody that I would go okay, after. Okay, well, we'll definitely hopefully before they start, uh, you know, hiring and stuff to see the, the the coaches out there. Maybe we could do some predictions of who. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, going those where. things just happen out of the blue, so it'll right. be tough. Uh, so, obviously, NBA. Hopefully, we get back over this weekend. We can start talking about it Sunday. See what what the games are at. But before we go on to our last uh, little bit of the day, last little section, Lakers. Obviously, we want the Lakers to make it to the finals. That's not a surprise. Who would you like to face? Who do you think will be the biggest draw? Uh, let's take away, obviously, this is my my opinion. If you do Lakers-Celtics just because of the history, I just think that's history. But let's just go next. What would be the next big one, you think? Would it be LeBron versus Giannis? Yeah. Giannis? Hey, it, that's the only big one. The only big one. You don't yeah, think any other one? So, uh, the other teams don't have stars. Yeah. So, you know, usually these things are drawn by the stars. Even, honestly, if it was Lakers-Celtics, I think a Giannis and uh, – LeBron is better. LeBron than is bigger than Lakers Celtics in this instance because Lakers don't have like a Laker. Yeah, if that makes sense yeah. to you. Yeah, they're like, n- a, like you, when we had the Kobe you, Laker and then Paul Pierce Matt, Celtic. Celtic. That's where it's like I got you. Boom, that's, let's fair. go. That's a good point. That's a good point. And Over then, here, you don't have either one. Uh, Maybe yeah. Tatum and sure, and not yet. Like, not yet, but like I think he's their guy. Great point. I love your point. 
So that'll be the to me. That's the only reason why they don't. So have a draw. Lakers Bucks would be the highlight of the that's, finals. Yeah. If you didn't want the uh, the Bucks, who would you be your next pick? Not to not, watch. Yeah, to watch. I, I was like, ooh, I'm interested. Watch, yes. Hmm. I know you want Miami because that's your choice, but yeah, you know, I don't know because there's just no other team that gives me. Hey, like, Miami uh, would be fun though. Miami would be a good one just because that team can shoot the ball, mm-hmm. lights out, and former team of LeBron. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, a little history over. Yeah, a little history over there, and then. I don't know. Jimmy Buckets is just a draw to watch, just his personality-wise. So you'd have that. And then uh, Lakers-Toronto not wouldn't be your favorite. No, no, that's not my favorite. That's just Lakers Another. versus a group of guys, uh, okay. in my opinion. Alrighty. Versus okay. Nick Nurse. That's not fun. Uh, he's a great coach, but I, I totally understand. I totally well, who understand. would you have? Uh, what would be my next one? Other than Lakers and Bucks? Yeah. Lakers and... That's a good question. I think I think Miami would be the next one that would... Well... Obviously, I already told you my first one would be the Celtics because I'm a big. I like history of the sports mm-hmm. and everything. I'll go there. Then Bucks, just because it's Giannis. It's the the new guy who's going to take over the league, right? Then you probably go with the third one, which I want Toronto because I said that I want him to win. But at the same time, I do believe that the uh, Miami one would be a better watch. It would be more exciting. Yeah. So I mean, Miami has more personality to me than the Toronto does. Makes sense. Miami's got more of a, a little more swagger. Toronto might be a better team. Honestly, last so. year's finals with Warriors in Toronto didn't interest me. Did mm-hmm. it interest you? Like, I, would, I, I went uh, for the Warriors, well, but like, it, it wasn't well, exciting. Uh, of course, as a Laker fan, it sucked. I do. I usually do watch the basketball finals because it's uh, the NBA finals. It's fun to watch. But at the same time, I didn't. Wa- I didn't want to watch it that much because I was in Florida Disney World, so only caught a little bit. I'm not oh, gonna lie. Okay. I didn't. I, I didn't go out of my way to watch it. But got you. Maybe that's my fault because you know I just was on vacation. Okay. Now, NBA is uh, done for today. Uh, we'll get back to it on Sunday. Before you hit your next segment, you yes. missed a very big, not did big I? segment, just a big piece of news. Did I? What did I miss? Lionel Messi has asked for a transfer oh, away so from Barcelona. so sorry. We which were just, is very big We were literally talking the about soccer the soccer. World. Oh, my gosh. We literally, guys, I'll take that one on the chin. Uh, we literally mentioned it. Messi. Messi, best player in the world. How, don't forget about this. Sorry. I mentioned Ronaldo, but I didn't mention You mentioned Messi. one, but you didn't <laughs> mention the other. He's leaving Barcelona. I think he's fed up. Um, rumors are the new coach, I can't even remember his name. Coleman. He's, yeah, he seems irrelevant at this point. But he came in and said, hey, your perks on this squad are done. Yeah. It's time to work as a team. And what I heard, it just didn't go well yeah, I, I with feel like Messi. He, I, and he kind of feels like he's earned it, a respect factor. Sure. Um, just a reaction to that. Respect to the coach, because I feel the last three that have come by, obviously we're not Barcelona fans, but as an out from looking outside, uh, respect to that coach. I feel most of them are kind of just what Messi says we do, yeah. instead of saying what's best for the team. Uh, at being at 34 years old, Messi's still obviously top top of his game, but 34 is different from 30 or 29. So you can you yeah, have I, to look for the future. You yeah, have I think to. at some point, no you matter have to what, look. It, you have to do it. As uh, if you remember, of course. Uh, the great Kobe Bryant when we were in those years when he was 20, what, 20, last year was 2016. So 2014, 2015, when they signed him to that two-year, like $50 million pretty much dollars. Yeah. You know? Listen, I wanted him as much as everyone here on this planet did. But he would even say if he was an owner of the team, like, hey, man, it's it's hindering our future. Yeah. So for the coach to be come up and be like, yeah, you know what, we want you, but at the same time it's going to be different. It's not going to be – took some cojones. Frames words of Kobe Bryant. So now he's want he wants out. 
Uh, there's a lot of rumors of where he can go. A lot of rumors. I'm hearing Man City is the most likely. Yes, Man City, and I believe it was also PSG. But I really, I'm with you on P- uh, Man City. I think I the, heard the reunion I, with Pep Guardiola. Yeah, I think that's what's pushing will him. There. Do it for him. Uh, I'm hearing that in Inter. Inter too. Yes, I heard Inter as well. What would be? What do you think is the best fit for him? Hmm, best. It's yeah. probably I don't know because the English league is very it's it's, it's, it's a lot rougher fast pace fast pace I think it's a lot rougher than over it there is, it is it is it has a Spain. reputation of being quicker more physical um, at 34 years old I don't know if I want to move into that okay okay but however I understand that he wants to probably go with Pep and try to rekindle what they had at Barcelona uh, that's probably the best situation for him mm-hmm. as much as I wouldn't like it my dream scenario. Him go to Italy and go to Juventus because I would love. I don't know if, if we've ever seen two of the top players like this on the same play team. together. I think uh, it wasn't you that we talked about it because so funny that you mentioned that. My brother, shout out Nick. He said, "How cool would it be if Messi just said, you know what? Screw all this. Let's go. Let's go to Juve. Team up with Ronaldo. Let's do it. That'll be awesome." Think about how much money that'd Juventus be cool. Would make. If I'm Juventus, I'm throwing as much cash at Barcelona right now because you're gonna make it back. A hundred times oh, yeah. over. That'd be nice. Would Would Ronaldo and Messi allow themselves to play together? That's the question. I don't know because for me, you know, they probably both have big egos, right? Yeah. For me, though, this is the difference. Ronaldo is more. It's probably more famous for being a little more outlandish, a little more. You know, he's more personality, yeah. more suave. I feel like he's actually the guy who'd be like, Messi, I want you to come to my team and win with me. And then Messi would be very quiet. He'd be like, no, thank you, Ronaldo. I'm going to go, <laughs> go over here. I'm going over here. No, dude, just think That'd about That'd be cool. I, I agree with you. That'd be awesome. The closest we've had probably is LeBron and D-Wade here in the States, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. even then, it, that's not one and two mm-hmm. or 1A, 1B. Yeah. This is 1A, 1B, same squad. Yep. You know, I know the two players Regardless aren't going to make being, the team. Yeah. Like, they're not going to win everything. But just imagine how much fun that would be to hear assist from Messi to Ronaldo with yeah. the chip or other way around That'd Ronaldo's be cool. Playing, I get through uh, ball to Messi and Messi does what Messi does. That would. That'd be cool. No, no, no. I'm totally on your. I, I'm totally. It's Italy's funny. league would blow up if mm-hmm. that happened. Italy, the what, the Italian yeah. federation or whatever they have over there needs to push one of these Italian teams to do one of those things. Like, Yo, we're gonna give you the money to do it. Okay. I don't see how you miss on this opportunity. If I'm, just from a business standpoint. Yeah. You can't miss on this opportunity. You have to throw. Every single thing you have, Adam, because I believe Siri A had an Instagram or Twitter, and they are let's just say their followers were like three hundred thousand. Uh huh. Three hundred thousand. Ronaldo came in with over like a hundred. Uh, oh yeah. Over a million or whatever it is. Oh, way more, way more. Yeah, followers, right? Well, yes. Siri A jumped up over two million viewers on their YouTube page that since Ronaldo you, showed up. That tells you the. So the now you bring they both bring. of them. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. Wow. I'm just saying. I, I Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen, but I am with you. That is a dream scenario. That would be awesome to see. We've been 10 years, 15 years back and forth. Who is the best player of all time? Hey, how about now? Who's the best duo of all time? Maybe it's them. You just, that that, that, that a, might be. That's even even at that age. Because they're at both 35 remarkable. And 34. No, they're in great shape still. They, they can still definitely well, be capable. Is that your dream? Uh, that definitely your... be my favorite destination just for fun. My realistic dream would be, I f- not realistic dream, my realistic option, mm-hmm. destination. I think Man City, like I said, Pep, uh, future connection with, uh, well, past connection with him in Barcelona being the coach, winning a UEFA Champions League together. And I feel that uh, with the departure of David Silva, he can play that kind of false nine area at work for him. Because David Silva was actually same kind of left-footed, uh, can kind of pick and play. This, mm-hmm. this is was getting older, but still uh, very effective. I think Messi can 
offer them the same in the next like two years because once he starts going declining well, you know, age. I'm sorry, not to cut no, you yeah, off, no, but good. declining. Man City's offer is like a three or four year offer mm-hmm. from what I'm here, but the last year is here. Mm-hmm. NYFC. NYFC, yes. I heard so you get three years of Man City, and then we're going to say, hey, go over here to the U.S. Yeah. That would be pretty interesting. That'd be cool. He could always say yes, and always, they, can always, they, find can, always a, they can always find a way to get out of it. Yeah. But uh, that would be interesting. That's a good point. Uh, lastly, before – sorry about skipping over. That's huge news. Uh, before we get to our MLB, Ronaldo or Messi, who – if let's just say they both go, who's first to go to MLS if you think of one of them? Ronaldo, because I think the talks have already been there. I agree with you. I think Ronaldo is a little – he's already kind of uh, accepted and is okay with his uh, what he's left behind in the game. MLS would just improve it. He doesn't think it's going to uh, demolish it or uh, make No, it you, know what, I think you make know what it happens, worse. I think, in my opinion? He wins with Juventus, won UCL. He's now won a UCL in England, mm-hmm. Spain, and Juventus. I don't know if anybody else has ever done yeah, that. Yeah, and then, uh, let's, go get, let's go get it that MLS Cup, right? That now my legacy – complete Messi can't touch this nobody can touch what I have here yeah Euro- so, the European Championship as well the the Euro Cup the Euro Cup so if I'm him my legacy is set let me go to LA make more money make more money get probably more get a popular. more business yeah my my popularity is going to expand even more because yep. I'm in the MLS now I can take I've taken over Europe I'm gonna go take over the Western Hem- we're Western right yeah. yeah the Western Hemisphere I like that that's a good one so I, I was gonna be on the same boat as you I believe out of the two, Ronaldo would come first. And if either of them, who would not come for sure, I don't think Messi would come. I think Ronaldo would actually give an idea. Where do you think he goes? Because I got my opinion on that. What, Messi? No, Ronaldo. When he's done? If he comes to MLS, where is he ending up? Oh, Galaxy. Galaxy? Yeah. LAFC? Nah. See, I was torn between those. And nah. then I, I, Galaxy always gets the guy, right? I think so. I think LAFC right now is a lot of, uh, you know, they got money, their new team and everything, but, you know, all their fans are – Sorry, guys. No offense to you guys, but this, it's a bandwagon team. It's the truth. It's two mm-hmm. years, and everyone thinks they're the best thing since sliced bread. Uh, but I would, if you're doing more history, more thing. You if you want history, however, if you want to create history. That's true. Because technically, point. LA Galaxy but what is combined s- with David Beckham. Would yeah. you not say that? Yeah, no, you're good. And but, but remember, Beckham is a former Real Madrid and uh, Manchester United alum. So Ronaldo would probably be comfortable with that. And well, plus, if that's the case, he might go to Miami. That, oh, you can go to Miami. Miami. That, that's a good point. The only thing I was about to say about creating a legacy, you know, me and you both know we don't like that because Shohei Otani had the best chance to come in L.A., be on a better team, but he wanted to create his own legacy. Uh, and now well, he's... That you didn't like the whole... I don't know why people think Dodgers are so Hollywood. It's, we're, we're, come on, guys. C- come over here. Yeah, Speaking of Hollywood, that. bring it over to L.A., Mannywood, former no- place known as Mannywood. Former place, well, current place known as Chavez Ravine. Current place where the Dodgers have the best record in MLB. They're hots. They're hotter than hot. They're blazing. No? You don't like that one? That was a nice one. I like, the, I like your intro to it. Okay. What do you think? What do you think? Baseball. Baseball, baseball, baseball. Are we going... Um before we, we, yeah, you well, say our Dodger update? You want to hit the Dodger update? And then I mean, they, they won the, f- the first of the, uh, what do you call it? The uh, doubleheader. Oh, the doubleheader. They're up 7-0 on the Giants. Oh, sorry. Wrong one. Uh, no, no, they're they up 1-0. W- no, they won 2-0. They already won. Oh, they over. already won 2-0? Game over. Doubleheader of the seven innings are done. That was quick. Dodgers are what? 30? Uh, no, 20, 20, no, 24-9. and 24-9. Wouldn't be, be surprised if they reached 30 wins uh, with 10 losses. That would be That would be amazing, six, right? That would be 
Very good. Heck um, yeah, six and one in the last one. Uh, other updates and scores for today, which is um, two, um, Thursday, sorry, Thursday August twenty seventh. Uh, Brewers four zero over the. I mean, four. They're losing four to nothing to the Reds right now. Top of the fifth. Mariners have lost to the Padres. Padres are playing good baseball right now, nineteen and thirteen. Um, there was also a makeup for that one. Uh, Padres lost that one, so nineteen and fourteen still playing good ball. Uh, two makeups. Uh, Pirates winning the first two of the uh, series against the Reds. Of that course, is there's now two a total of two wins for the Pirates on the season. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, not nine wins. Don't 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 be so mean to them. Um, other games are going to be starting off later, but so far, uh, man, these Dodgers are playing well. Best record, as we said, in the MLB. We had twenty four and nine. Padres right. Uh, well, I wouldn't say right on their heels. Uh, five games back, nineteen and fourteen. Atlanta's leading the NL East at eighteen and twelve. Miami still playing decent balls, hanging in there, fourteen and twelve. Uh, that was your um. kind of sleeper team. Chicago Cubs playing well again, 18-12. and 12. They are 5-5 five and five in the last 10, but at the same time, they are playing very consistent ball. St. Louis, who, of course, missed all those games because of that coronavirus incident, are 11-11. They're out of the place. league. Ah, they're still there. All right, now we go to the East, where this uh, there's some good teams, man. They're the top three for sure. They're some good teams. Oakland in the AOS, 22-10. and 10. You uh, say the East? AL. I'm sorry, AL East. My bad. AL East, AL Central, AL West. You guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> Usually when I do it, I do the Eastern Conference NBA, Western Conference in the NBA. I'm sorry. You're going to confuse I, I, our fans, I'm sorry dude. for going too fast. Uh, Oakland is 22-10. and 10. Houston, of course, I had to say the 17-14. and 14. You uh, know, they have zero wins against teams above 500. Oh, well, that's good, right? And they're 15-5 and five against teams under 500. So all their wins have came against bad oh, no, teams. They're, they're, they're four, yeah, you're right. 4-8 uh, and eight against teams over 500. That's four and eight now? Yeah, four and eight. Uh, still, still, still maybe not it was good. series is what I it's saw. It's still, it's still not good though. No, that's that, that's not good. Uh, Minnesota, AL Central, twenty and twelve. Uh, White Sox, White Sox, great college year, nineteen and twelve. And Cleveland Indians are nineteen and twelve. So that AL Central is hot. They are very close together. That'll be interesting to see when we get to the end of the season. Because guess what? We're already past the half halfway. Point. That's which crazy. To a segment later. All righty, and then we go to the Tampa Bay and New York Yankees. Wow, Tampa Bay is ahead of them by two games and a half, twenty-one and eleven, and the New York Yankees are sixteen and eleven. Toronto, Baltimore are hanging in there. Boston, man, tough, tough year this year. All righty. Um, any thoughts on those uh, little standings? Of course, of course. So I'm gonna first hit you. With my sleeper team of the season, the White Sox. Great, great pick, by the way. I, I know I nobody said, listens uh, to me. No, they don't. I, I, I didn't say it was a bad choice. I just went with the Reds, which is letting me down. Oh yeah. But about to cry at twelve and seven. Oh, twelve and seventeen. Oh god. Twelve and seventeen. Yeah. Well, dude. my White Sox are nine and one in their last ten games. Congrats to them. So they're playing great ball. They're putting a whooping on everybody. Uh, Lucas Giolito. Congrats. MLB pitcher to throw a no hitter in the coronavirus season. First of the season. Great, pitch great, 101 pitches. Uh, 12, 13 strikeouts, right? Yeah, so mm-hmm. 101 pitches. That's something in itself, the 101 in nine innings. You don't oh. really see that because usually guys are topping out of 100 well, pitches w- in a game of seventh inning. Usually also when you strike out, usually means more pitches. Yeah, when you have more strikeouts. Pretty good, 100 pitches, up. man. Congrats no, so to him. he pitched phenomenal this week. Um, White Sox looking good, man, looking real good. Uh, Jose Abreu tearing it up at first. Actually, the whole squad is, man. The whole squad is tearing it up. Poor Eloy Jimenez, though, cannot catch a fly ball because oh, yeah, everybody keeps stealing the fly balls from him. He's having issues. He's, ha- he's having some issues. All right, so uh, I um, on our little um, document as well, the Reds, who was my team, unfortunately, like I just said, they were struggling. Trevor Brower, though, he is trolling and he is rolling. 
boy band. He's that guy does not care. Of, you like that one? I like that. He's trolling that was a nice and one. he's rolling. Or you could say he's rolling and he's also trolling. Um, he could be the hottest piece on this trade market, which I agree, especially with how bad the, the Reds have been. Uh, at 12 and 17, I believe this is his last year. Yeah, his final year. So it's really depending on the Reds if they say, let's make a push or not. I, they're not. I would trade him. They're not going on any streaks right now. I would now. trade him. You signed like three guys to multi year deals. They're going to be there. The pitching is okay. Is the only there. thing that you do is if you do that, you're sending a bad signal to the guys you just signed. Uh, Unless yeah. you get their okay. Sure. Because do you really want to do that and then have I'm, I just, possibly I'm, issues? I would tell him, hey, guys, Trevor Bauer, he can bring us a lot back. It's going to help us in our future. That's it. I hope, hey, man, I hope they understand. But I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Hey, where, where is he going, man? He's leaving. I think he's leaving. Bauer. Bauer. Uh, We're already halfway point. They're 12 and 17. They're not going to catch up. Sorry. Well, the only thing is you get a lot of people into the playoffs this year. I know. I, I know. So I, all I, you need is one good week, if we're being honest you with think each other. So. Mm. If I think if you look at the standings, I don't think they're that far out because the Giants are still in it and Giants aren't winning. And the only reason this is what, what what is kind of like hurting me or hurting them. In the NL Central, their own, where two teams of your league get in, they're behind two teams. They're behind three teams, Milwaukee, St. Louis, and Chicago. They're already behind, so that means they're not even that second spot, which they need to be just to qualify. Mm-hmm. After that, they have Milwaukee, who's in front of them. That's a third-place team at 13-16. and 16. You have the New York Mets in front of them, who's 13-16. and 16. You have the Philadelphia Phillies, who are in uh, – this is the NLEs, guys – 12-14. and 14. Okay, These are the teams who are not technically qualified. They're the third-place or even fourth-place team, just better record than the Cincinnati Reds. You have – the San Francisco Giants were 15-18. You have the Colorado Rockies at 16-15. And, and to make matters worse, you have an Arizona team who's 13-19. and uh, and 19. They're, I know, 12-17. and 17. They're similarly close. If Arizona has a little bit better, they can pass them. Pittsburgh is only it's 9-19. and 19. They can win three games. Yeah, you're right. So that's well, you know what? The Reds that's... don't have as many games as everybody else. Yeah, that's that, part of it, too. That, too. And then that's what I don't like, that there's, they have so many teams that are in front of them. If they were, like, in second you know, place right might, now, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing that's worrying me. But they do. this is the week, I think. This week, next week, well, they need to make a push. Deadline not, is on Monday. Yeah, no. So unless trading. you're winning, what today's Thursday? No. Even if you win out the weekend, I think the best move would be for them to trade. I would, too. People that need pitchers. There's a team in L.A. that I can think of. Or yeah, but, but here's the thing with not, them. Not the Dodgers, though. Yeah, I know. You're talking about the Angels, right? Yeah. They're 10-22. and 22. They're, I think they're out. They're done. You got the best player on the planet. You give yourself a chance, right? Mm. No? Or you, For me, you're no. just canceling it? For me, it's canceled, dude. 60 games, 10-22, and 22, man. You lose eight more games. And you're out, right? You're, That's you're, already not, 50. you're not even winning 500. You got to go. Well, this year, we're going to have teams under 500 in the playoffs. Regardless. I, I, I understand that, but here's, here's the thing. The Angels, to be at 500, mm-hmm. would need to go 20 and 8. No, I don't think it's a good idea 20 either. 20 and 8. But look 20 at and 8 in their last 10, they're <laughs> 3 and 7. Their diff- run differential is minus 34 versus teams over 500. They're 6 and 13. You have Artie Moreno, who's very aggressive. That's uh, my thought process. Not, I don't actually, think it's a great one, but that's my thought process. Got it. We're, there. We're, we're, we are agreeing that it's not a good idea to do it, but you believe they might do it. Yeah, I, they, I get they're you. always in those hunts. Um, the Yankees could use a frontline starter. Yes, the Yankees could because there are a lot of injuries. They have a lot of injuries. Uh, what are you thinking? If I was the Dodgers, I wouldn't mind getting them either. I wouldn't mind at all. It doesn't cost you a lot. Yeah, that's the thing. If I'm Cincinnati, I'm getting as much as possible, right? Of course, especially for that dude's team. five starts that he's going to have with another team. Is going to be five crucial starts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. However, there is only thirty is, games. So all I'm saying is, I think it will be a. Uh, you can never get enough pitching. We agree. No, on I that. agree. You know, uh, it's very. I don't know. This is a tough one because they've never been in a situation where 
you're trading for somebody and there's less than there's gonna be like 25 games left, right? Yeah. That's five starts if you're lucky. I mean, do we do we need anyone at this point? What do you think? Where is there? What's one point to me? That's the that's one. That's the one. That's it's starting not a, pitching. It's not a weakness, but it's that there. There's not, the depth is not as. Uh, as it's great. not as strong as you have young to be. pitchers, but they're not as established. No, I think you're right. Um, yeah, the Dodgers. I wouldn't like if they get them. Woohoo! As long as we don't give up much, but it's if not, they don't, you're not. If it's they not. don't, if the Dodgers don't make a single trade or a single anything, you're okay. Signing waiver pickup, whatever it is. I'm happy. Me too. I'm fine. Because this team is built to win, so I'm not worried about that. Um, I'm just trying to think of where this guy can go. If you're the Astros, maybe you make a, try to make a deal. Yeah, you maybe. don't have much, though. That's to a give. good point. I, I, Astros, I think the Yankees are going to be your best choice. Yankees have uh, they have some people that they can definitely trade. you got a Clint Frazier. You're going to add another piece. Miguel Andujar. Miguel Andujar is going to be another third baseman. Uh, it just depends what the Reds need because the Reds, the Reds just need bullpen help. You know what I'm hearing? Um... Yankees in Cleveland make Clevenger. a blockbuster. Clevenger, right? Clevenger and throw in um, one more piece. Can you guess a piece? Mm, Zach Plesak? Think big. Big, big. Uh, Lindor. And that's what, get, I, that's what I'm get, hearing. And you get young, you get Glaber Torres, right? Yeah, you throw in Glaber and you're going to throw in uh, probably Andujar, Frazier, hmm. and hmm. probably a, a pitcher. Yeah. Yeah, that, I can see that out. only because of Lindor also on his deals. He's almost done too, right? He's got, I believe it's two, one year. One or two. Uh, one or two years. And Lindor, I think, can handle a big market like the Yankees. The only thing is, are you willing to trade Glaber? Well, you're going to have to if you're going to get Lindor. You, you, you'd have to, right? I know you like, have to, but. Legit, uh, or, a straight-up swap for Lindor and, uh, and uh, uh, Trevor Bauer. Or, sorry, Lindor and uh, what's his name? Uh, Glaber is almost a given if you're just doing a trade for one. one no, player. I agree. There's a I'm trying, Jason Dominguez, 17 year old, super prospect. Yeah, maybe you move him and hopefully you get to keep Glaber and move Glaber back to second, move Lemayhew to first or whatever you want to do. Well, but that would be that would be exciting. That'll be Sunday, of course, when we are going to be oh, on. Perfect. Hopefully everything goes down on Sunday. Yeah, hopefully it's done uh, pretty. We'll, we'll we'll figure out the times. Maybe we can see we can get maybe it. Do it we can do it around the time like when we're on when they're doing it, or maybe later, which is fine too. Well, that sounds good. Alrighty. So, since, uh, well, this show's not the halfway point. This show's at the last part of it. But did you hit our last, did you hit the Pujols point? Uh, I didn't. I talked about the Angels, but do you want to talk about Pujols? Just really the, quick, just because he's a, his respect, a Hall he, of Famer. He is a Hall of Famer. And ahead, everything like, like that. Um, Albert Pujols this week passed A-Rod for second all-time on the RBI list. I think he's only following, um, it's not even Bonds. I think it's Aaron, right? I think so, too. I think it's Hank Aaron. However, there's kind of a debate going on right now. Because Babe Ruth is, in some people's eyes, the s- technically still second. Okay. And A-Rod was third. The so, Pulse would be technically third in some people's eyes. However, the RBI stat was not counted on until 1920, which is his first year with the Yankees. So, he technically still has three or four years with Boston that didn't get added up. What you, do you think those four years in Boston should count, or are you just going to give Pujols no, number two? No, it's, it's fine how it is because, you know, when they do new stats now, they said it wasn't, uh, wasn't an official stat until 1960, so everyone else has had to go through it. So we can't just make an exception just because everyone believes Babe Ruth is the best player of all time, which he is. Or he, he might be. He might be. He's up there, right? He's up there. So just because, you know, you somebody thinks, oh, he's the best, so we got to give him that credit, doesn't necessarily mean that. There will be other players who haven't gotten the chance to do that. Is Pujols going to go in unanimous into the hall? Or do you think he's going to be like a 99.7? No, uh, yeah, 99.7. He's not unanimous. Only one unanimous in Mariano? 
Yeah, I think so. I think they're just still that stubbornness. I mean, come on. You don't put Ken Griffey as unanimous. You're going to put... Have you actually looked at Ken Griffey's numbers? You don't think they're that good? No. Really? I think... He was he, a great talent for about five, six years. You think he's just a lot of, uh, it's a lot of the, think, just the speculation? I think there's a lot of hype because of what he brought to baseball, the excitement. Sure. And he has a beautiful swing, but <laughs> I've looked at those stats, and I just look at it, I'm like, I'm not odd. I'm not in awe of his stats or anything for, like for, that. For, uh, I, I think he's a phenomenal player. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I don't see the, the, problem the with mega Ken, lore Here's with the him. thing with Craig Griffey. He's, got, he's actually got what I think Albert Pujols has. Uh, maybe, Ooh, maybe, yeah. maybe Alpujols has had maybe a little bit better than the five six years he said Ken Griffey had. Pujols maybe had like that ten with Atlanta, with uh, St. sorry Louis. St. Louis, but let's be honest, he's had a very been, bad since, since he's been with the Angels. He's not been a good player. He's been a good, he's been okay. He's still dangerous. You got to be careful. You can't just throw him a cookie. He's gonna crush. He's gonna hit it out of the park. But for me, this longevity that is highly sought out for in baseball and sports. In this aspect, hurts both of them. It makes it look like Ooh. their careers weren't as weren't spectacular as, yeah, yeah. as they were. Because then you think of Ken Griffey, you look at his Seattle, you're like, wow, this guy was untouchable. Mike Trout style, right? Oh, yeah. Then you go, what the heck happened to Cincinnati? He was still good, but he kind of went down. Albert Pujols, you take those first 10 years, holy moly, this guy mm-hmm. is the greatest hit of all time. Boop, Angels, what the heck happened? And he's been with the Angels already, what, six years? Seven years? Yeah, it's been a long time. He's already he's, running out of the contract. So That's what I mean. So I think that's what's hurting him. I think that's what you see in uh, – I think Ken so. Griffey, and uh, and the thing that 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 kind of doesn't help you, or that you know doesn't that Ken Griffey doesn't speak to you, is that we weren't born when Ken Griffey was. born. We didn't see the dominance. We, we saw the end of it. We Pujols, saw Cincinnati. Pujols, when we were ten, nine, ten years old, 20, 2004, 2005. When that's, he that's stepped that's onto his, the scene. That's every time you, you know we're Dodger fans. Every time we face Albert Pujols, oh, like, I oh gosh, dude, Albert Pujols gonna hit another damn home run. Oh, I hate it facing. And that's Pujols. why you see that. But Maybe that, I think you're on to right? something there. Yeah, because. I think it would have been fun to watch him, but, yeah, you know what? I think you're on to something there. Yeah. I totally agree with you, though, because if you look at Griffey, like, overall, you're, like, 284, which is really still good, uh, 2,400 hits, 2,500 hits, something like that, 2,700 hits, sorry, almost 3,000, 630 home runs, really, really great, but not, no, he doesn't have 2,000 RBIs batted in, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he played really good defense, obviously, because he's a 10-time. In Miami, though. I mean, ten, only in Seattle. That's the thing. 10-time gold glove winner, but from 90 to 99. His last appearance in the majors was 2010. So there's 11 years where he did not – you don't have to win a gold glove, but that kind of tells not. you where he kind of goes down because also 13-time All-Star, 1990 to 2000. Amazing. 10 years straight. But then – two, Sporadic. Two, uh, only two, 2004, 2007. That's why you're kind of like, oh, this guy kind of, you know. That 2007 one, do you think it was – I don't know the numbers. I don't have the numbers in front mm-hmm. of me, but is that a real All-Star appearance? Or is that a Ken Griffey all-star appearance? Uh, that, is, that is fair. Um, I f- the, the problem with that, I can kind of get you his numbers for, for, for what it was. The problem with those is that, you know, every year is different. You get guys who, for some reason, the year they're not hitting as well. Yeah. And you get one guy who's a little better, and he gets voted, uh, which I think, I don't know how you feel about it. I think sometimes the um, all-star game can be a little too much of a popularity No, contest. I agree. As you remember that one year where the, literally every – The Royals. Co- or the Royals or the Cubs. Yeah, I didn't like that. I mean, the Cubs won. They were the best team that year. They won the championship. They didn't have an all-star at every position. No. The shortstop Addison Russell hitting 230 with 13 home runs, and you have Corey Seager who becomes the rookie of the year that year. Come on. Let's, let's, let's be fair. I know I'm a Dodger fan, but at the same time, let's, let's be honest. If uh, What's his name? Addison Russell had a good year. I would be respecting him. Yes, he hit. Uh, Zobris is in that one too, right? Yeah, well, yes. Um, 2007, his total, his total line. 
I'll just give you kind of the highlights. 30 cool. home runs, 93 RBIs, 277 average. Um, in, 100 and, uh, in 528 uh, plate appearances, he only struck out 99 times. Under 100, which is always good. You want How many games did he actually play? Uh, he played 144, so almost like a full season. Uh, at 37 mm. years old, his OPS plus was 119. His OPS was 869. Slugging was just under 500. So I feel like he had a solid season. Uh, he it could have been one of those. Uh, he was got, doing good enough with the, the name. Because that's a good year. That's no, a, it's, a, it's, that's a, good it's year. a good year. Especially of course. Uh, especially at 37. At 37, and then remember, we also got to take the the account of the years. Uh, back in 2007, 2008, when you're playing 34, 35, you're, technically your career's done. Most yeah, people, no, no, you're great. Now, agree. now, like today, you got guys who are 35, 36, 37 who are still playing, who they're like, oh, no, he can still play, which will lead me right into our thing, which is our midseason awards because you're going to like it. I know. I know. It. I just want to hit one point. Oh, sorry, go Did ahead. Did you know that actually your prime years in MLB now uh, is like 26 to 29? Yeah. After 30, they kind of just – it kind of goes down. You but have to be an anomaly in a, in a sense. But uh, but uh, do you feel like you you, you have play, a longer you're yeah. playing longer though? Yeah, because you're if pro- you get that big contract, you're playing it out. Yes, right? yes. And in some or your um, give me the name. What's up? Twins. Nelson Cruz. Okay, well, or your uh, Nelson Cruz or something like that, right? Love that you bring it there because we got to go to our midseason awards. Midseason awards, guys. MVP obviously for the ALNL, the Cy Young for the ALNL, and the Rookie of the Year for the ALNL. I think those are good. Um, we can go. We can move on. I said you start at rookie. Rookie of the year. Let's do that. Okay. Rookie of the year. Should we start in the American League or That's, the National League? I think we should start in the National League because the American League is the guy that's having the better year. Cool. Um, because I think it's the one that we agree that it's probably unanimous at this point if we would do it right now. So mm-hmm. go ahead. National League. So the National League, I have um, first baseman, second baseman. He's supposed to be a reliever at one point. Outfield. Outfielder. Drake Cronenworth. 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 Hitting three forty two with the 4-on-2 on base and hitting and 1.0. What would you call that? 10-10 slugging? Yeah. Yeah. Just above 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 1,000 above slugging, ridiculous. which is already ridiculous. He's leading the NL rookies in hits, average home runs, RBIs, and on base. I've seen oh, – you we've yeah, both we had a chance to see him. This guy can play, man. Oh, no. Definitely can, he play. can play. When he first came up, I was like, who's this guy? And then obviously he started doing everything. And I know the, in the broadcast, Joe Davis and Oral was like, who's this guy? He can do anything. He really no, can he do really anything. No, he really can. He's a great glove. Uh, great glove. Um, I'm sorry to ask. I'm, I'll look it up. But what do you how, have? How old is he? Just, you know what? I think he's an older rookie. Is Let he me get an older that for rookie? You. Yeah. Which is no, there's nothing, nothing, there's nothing wrong. Him. But you know what? I think you're starting to see a little bit more. 26. 26 uh, years he, old. So Still on the younger side, but definitely a later bloomer because most of these guys uh, come, you know, when they're like 20, 21. You're no, like, oh, yeah. this, guy's, this guy's a little more polished. I think he went to college. I think <laughs> he's a four year at college. Oh, so no, he came fine, out 22. Figure you get a year or two in the minors. In his instance, he probably had like three or four. Respect to him. I like but that. Uh, for grinding. That grind is real. Yeah. No. Uh, so. I hope he wins it because he, uh, he has shown that. Well, oh, and he's I, for San hope, Diego. Do I hope he wins it? Uh, but he deserves. He definitely no, he's deserves. definitely, I think, in the, in the talks. What do you got for NL? For me, uh, I'm going with our own uh, Ginger Thor, Ginger Guard. I'm going with Dustin May. Uh, f- the Red Nightmare. Uh, obviously, no forced to start opening day because of a Clayton Kershaw injury. Uh, although he is one and one, two point seven ERA, twenty strikeouts, one point one seven WHIP. I know he has to go down a little bit on that, but I've been very impressed 
with what he's brought to the table. He is arguably the Dodgers' most consistent starter. Uh, obviously, Kershaw had another nice day. So Kershaw's, Kershaw's regaining. What is he, like three and one? Yeah, not re- regaining three, three re- starts yeah. out of four. Regaining his form, kind of. But Dustin has been a nice, nice. Uh, uh, what would you say? A rock. Oh, the rock, what? right? He's kind of been like the rock. Yeah, you know what? He's kind of like a stopper. He's been. He's, he's, been, the, he's been the stopper. Every time sense. he comes up, you're like, you know what? He's gonna pitch a nice game. Uh, I think that's what's gonna take him to the next level for him to be like an elite. It's con- more more consistency, a little bit more of a because dy- right now I think he is consistent, but consistent at four to five innings. That's what six. I was gonna say. Maybe I haven't six. seen him hit the six seven mark yeah. like I want to. But what I do like is that he hasn't been blown up. He's kept us in games. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got his nice composed presence. Sometimes he you know yells his explicitive into his glove, but that's okay. Everyone's gonna do that sometimes. Um, and I added just to give me some points for my nasty highlight reels. Have you seen those two seamers? All oh, the two seamers into, into, into Machado. Into Machado. And back-to-back games. And even, and even Manny looking at, uh, I think it was a Dodger dugout going, that's uh, you filthy. You see the slider that he threw? That's, oh, the, or the, the one, cutter or whatever. Whatever it was. Ugh. It literally was five feet off the plate. And this dude still, that's how nasty he no, is. No, that ball looks like it's right there and it just, just disappears. No, I think, you know, I think you're onto something right there. He's but, been phenomenal. But, uh, just to be fair, guys, most of these... Me and Jeremy are kind of on the same page with this, but at the same time, we do want to add a couple other players because there's some players who deserve some oh, yeah, uh, definitely. recognition. All right, let's go to the AL, which is, I think it's a runaway. Um, I think it's a no-doubter. No uh, that's Kyle Lewis. Kyle um, Lewis of Seattle, of center Seattle. fielder. He has been money for them. I think he they weren't expecting this from him. No, I don't think so. I know so in the show he's got a 67 rating <laughs> for those of my I'd people prob- playing probably the probably costs like uh, 3,000 stubs because no one has them. No, actually, he, he's very cheap because oh, everybody cheap. has him. I've everybody had like 50 Everyone has him now? Okay, got it. But, um, no, this guy right now, he's on fire. He's having a great approach at the plate. Um, he's hitting 360, 446 on base percentage, and over 1,000 slugging. Leads all AL rookies in hits, average, home runs, RBIs, and on base. And not only that, he's an AL leader in average. So the AL involving everybody with this 360 yes. average. Yes. I know three, the average is kind of a washed-away stat now. Mm-hmm. But if you're hitting 360, you're doing something right. No, 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 no. He's doing good. I think you, you even told me that you were even thinking that he could definitely be in your MVP race, right? Yeah, no, yeah. I, know I, I think, I think if, the, if Seattle was doing better. Uh, yeah, you know what? Baseball is funny like that, though. Baseball is not always on your record. I think it comes into it like if you're a, at a deadlock, right? Would you yeah. say that? Yeah. So that's the only reason. I, I thought record, too. I'm like, eh, he might doesn't get enough exposure. But he has great numbers. Great numbers. Phenomenal okay. numbers. Well, Rookie of the Year definitely is not a one that they don't consider your kind of your team record, so they'll put it into the consideration. I think he's a, uh, a runaway for that one. Now, just for, for me, I agree with you, Kyle Lewis. You can't go wrong with that pick. I just like an mem- honorable mention of Jesus Lazardo, who is also filthy, uh, left-handed flamethrower of the Oakland Athletics, uh, the young 22-year-old, 2-1, and 3.74 ERA. I know that's a little high. Uh, 34 strikeouts and 33 innings, 1.37 whip. Needs to go down a little bit, but... He's got potential. Uh, what ace, is whip? Ace stuff. Ace stuff. Um, can you tell my? Can you tell the fans and the listeners what whip is? Because okay. I know it's gonna come up in our next uh, oh. award. Oh, because we need to we need to uh, explain exactly the definition of whip. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Give it to me. Okay, this is. I'm gonna do my best. Okay, because it's walks plus hits per innings pitch. So they're taking how many walks you've given up and how many hits you're giving up per inning, and it's the, essentially a measurement of how many base runners you're allowing per, per inning. inning. Exactly. So, so basically what that's telling you is 1.37. He's almost allowing one and a half people to get on base. Per inning. You want it, per inning, sorry. 
The reason you want to keep it under one, I'm pretty sure you guys can all understand, is because that means usually when you're up in an inning, you're not going to let anybody on. Clean inning. Exactly. Makes Clean sense? innings, low ERA, more wins for the team. Perfect. That's why WHIP is becoming more of a uh, used it's a stat. Bigger, I think it's, it's a bigger stat. It's now. a bigger stat because that's actually telling you, like, you know, you can have a 1.3 ERA, but your WHIP is like two. That means, like, you're always in danger. You're always and You're always teeter-tottering between a bad start and a good start. A good start. I mean, it could still be a good start because it, technically if you get guys on, but you don't let, you know, outs or whatever, you're okay technically. A lot of time your pitch count's up, though. You're, yeah, your pitch count's up, but you can still win a game. Yeah. You can still pitch well technically, but usually that coincides with not pitching well. It's no, just I like, think those are numbers, right? Yeah, that was a good one. I um, think that's the best way to describe it. Just let you know how many people are on base. That one is team. taken by your amount of innings, mm-hmm. total innings divided by nine. So that's going to give you your, your number there. This is and then just to really quick, uh, to help everyone out, uh, the, I have a little page, which is pretty cool. It gives you the rating. Uh, average, average whip, 1.30. Above average, 1.20. Great, 1.10. Excellent, 1.0. So now you that's know. That's amazing. Excellent. Exactly. Now you know anybody below that one is excellent. They're, they're above the, mm. the grain. You can be great and still have a 1.1, and you can still be above average on 1.2. Uh, average, which is my boy Cesar Lazardo. Uh, I just think that he's a he's a, he's got potential, and also a nice little throw out there. He was he's born. He's no, he's born in Peru. I read that he's has a he's technically Venezuelan. His family had him there in Peru, so he identifies as uh, a Venezuelan, even though he's born in Peru. But still, just want to throw that's out so there. Cool I saw note. Peru, and I was like, hey, I jumped on it, but then uh, they tricked you. My excitement kind of tricked me. That's dirty. okay, man. Jesus, I'm so I'm so going for you, man. Uh, <laughs> he's right. a lefty, right? He is a lefty. Yeah, I've seen him. He's 90, nasty. 97 on MLB The Show if you can get him as a future star. All right. Speaking of future stars, I know we, we don't do this, but I actually got a future star today in a pack, and Very I was nice. super Who, excited. Who did you get? Carter Kirbyum. Oh, Kirbyum Car- yeah, from, Carter Kirbyum. Uh, uh, Mets? No, no. Nationals. Nationals. Shortstop. Short guy, but a lot of speed, a lot of, yeah. Yeah, no, dude, this guy's Good. hitting is phenomenal. Good. I'm super excited. I literally did it. I took a picture I was going to show you. Nice. Then no. I ran over here. Uh, congrats to you. Yeah, uh, I'm super excited. I got... I opened a pack and I got a diamond. What'd you get? Not uh, it's okay, but it's all right. I'll I'll take it. it he's playing now. Uh, this is how my brother said: twenty six, switch hitter, probably the guy in their team. He's the guy. Twenty six and switch hitter and the guy. Yeah, he plays. He's technically on the MLB show the center fielder, but he can also play in the corner pre- pretty much anywhere. Also shortstop, also second, also third. Hmm. I know. Right? All of these. I'm trying to think like. Yeah. Who are you talking I know, about? I know. He's not high profile, but to be honest, I like him. I play oh, with is, him. It, is it Trey? No, no you said Trey. switch hitter. Switch hitter. I know. That's weird, right? It's not Lynn. Lin- when he told me it's a switch hitter, it's a National League. I'll just give you National that. National League. Man, you're getting me right now. Yeah, I'll give you like a couple, and not, I'll tell you. Okay. Man, this is a t- this is a really, really tough. I can't think of where I'm going with this. Um, you ready? Uh, no, it's not. I was, I was about to say Dubon. But our our, our, our league. You're on the right side. It's the West. It is the West. Mm-hmm. Outfielder. And he plays uh, in the hot country, in the hot state. Cattell. Cattell, Cattell is the guy. Cattell, Cattell is the guy. He is their guy. That's he the guy. The guy. Uh, very nice. 86 diamond. Plays uh, good defense. Hits pretty good. Not the best, but I'll take him. He he's is, like um, 89 right now. He's gone up. He they, they, they move up a little bit. But so far, I'll His take him. His speed went up like 30. Yeah. Well, they, well, Mookie should go up 30. He's like oh, 62. Mookie's it's awful. I don't get dude, it. I have, he's Fast. He's really fast, but they put him at sixty in the yeah, MLB. No, I don't Sorry, guys. That no more uh, complaining about him with the show. We'll move on with our thing. Okay, let's go with uh, Cy Young. We're right? going to our Cy Youngs. Yeah, let's hop in there. I'm gonna go ahead and start it off with our NL Cy Young. Cool. It's one of your guys. 
I'm going to take Trevor Bauer. Nice. Trevor Bauer. Well, that's one of your guys. Oh, you're right. Cincinnati Reds is my guy. Reds, your guy. So Trevor Bauer right now has a 165 ERA with a 3-1 record. I know records don't mean as much. Yeah, we talked about this. But at least this. you're giving yourself a chance to win, I think, is what I'm getting from that. Yes. 49 strikeouts, second in the NL right now. We were talking about whip. You said anything under one is it's, excellent. It's excellent. This guy has a .73 whip. That's great. That's great. That's almost a batter every two innings. Yeah, no. Give it, or take. It is, yeah. Give or take. So yeah. that's really good. And batty, uh, hitters are only hitting 134 against them. Very nice. So as hitters uh, average knows? against is just the average the amount of hits, I guess, yeah, you're yeah, kind of uh, getting. And, of course, you said average is not. But you, it's these are things you take. You know, but you, the you, average, uh, to me, kind of – I know you get, like, the little, little dumb bloopers and stuff, but it still means the ball's – whether or not the ball's getting in play for me. The, I, I, li- I like your pick. Bauer's a great choice. Um, what do you got? For me. I'm going to Mr. Renaissance Man. All of, his, all of a sudden, finding his little groove in uh, in Chicago, in the Windy City. Congrats to my Japanese brethren, you Darvish. I'm giving you the NL uh, Cy Young. Five and one. I know we said records don't count, but that tells you the Cubs are winning. He's at the moment is their ace. Uh, five and one, one point seven zero ERA, zero point nine two WHIP. So he is under it's, that one. That's still excellent. excellent. And forty four Ks. So he's five Ks under our beloved Bauer. Use uh, a good pick. He's he's one of those confidence guys. If yeah, he's confident, I, he's gonna pitch well. For me, um, I would choose probably Bowers as your pick. But for me, I do like Darvish. I feel like, especially what happened in twenty seven World Series, he got a lot of heat. Uh, I feel bad for the guy. He went to the Chica- uh, to Chicago Cubs. Didn't really have a good first year. Uh, had a little bit of better second year last year in the second half. So. Good to see him kind of rebound. I'm glad to see that because I think uh, genuinely he is a good guy. So no, I, I agree. That's a you know that's a very good pick. Um, I've I've been watching him a little bit. He is nasty this year. He's pitching with a lot of confidence, which is really good for him. It just seems to me when his confidence is down, the pitches just don't go the way he needs to. But this guy is one of those guys. I think he can step up there and say, "Here comes the fastball, and you're not going to touch it." <laughs> Because he's 97 with movement. Yeah, he did a lot of nasty stuff. He's a lot of, like, you know, cutters and the ball sinks and it splits. No, but that's a great curves. pick. You want to give me your AL? Yeah, sure. I will go with a former Dodger, Zach Greinke. You're just taking all former Dodgers the, today. Uh, I, well, you know, a lot of people go through the Dodgers. They're a good team to be a part of. Uh, Zach Greinke, I know he's part of the Houston uh, um, trash, tra- trash shows, but he wasn't there when it happened, so it's fine. 2.290 ERA, 0.93 whip. Again, uh, we've got that whip. Only 1-0, but we, like we said, wins are a little overrated. Uh in six starts, he's been pretty good. He's probably been the ace of that Astro staff. And I would say, aside from Trevor Bauer, best clowning job in all the business, the trolling job. Literally tells Is he people, better than Joe Kelly at trolling? He's pretty good, man. Granky's, no, Joe, Joe Kelly's just more out there because, you know, Granky's a little bit more of a quiet guy. Mm-hmm. Boy, man, this guy doing the little signs. I'm going to throw you a fastball. might throw you a curveball. Let me go ahead and Dude, see. He was throwing hitters off when he you was like saying. You like that, right? He was like. Fastball, fastball, and, and hitters are kind of taken back. You know what I totally like about it, and this is what I, this this is what I think it's cranky. Cranky knows he he wasn't part of the thing, right? Mm-hmm. And he probably agrees. He probably thinks that they're uh, cheaters, cheaters. But he says I'm on their team. I'm part of this team now. What better way to troll everyone by doing the thing where I'm telling you how to what's coming? Mm-hmm. Kind of doing like he's protecting his team. Like I'm gonna tell them what's coming, and they're still not gonna hit me. He's trying to tell them like mm-hmm. them knowing the signs yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. help. Which respect to Granky for 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 uh, you know 
Seventeen Cranky's already in Arizona, right? Yeah, he was already in Arizona. Okay. We beat him in the in the playoff. That's game. right. We we I think uh, we let him up. We, yeah, we did let him. Uh, yeah, the, the the third game was uh, yeah we 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 grinded him crazy. But anyways, I'll go with Cranky. I like his style. I always liked him since he was a Dodger, even when he was a Royal and an Angel. And Milwaukee, and he sits next to fans. The cardboard cutouts. Dude, that was funny. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Yeah. He says, "Screw everybody. I'm gonna go sit over here." Uh, my AL Cy Young pick is Shane Bieber. Okay. Um, he's right now 135 average. I know we don't care too much about record, but he's yeah. 5-0 and in his starts. Um, he's had seven starts this year. Seven runs he's yeah. given up, which is just amazing. Uh-huh. Um, .81 whip, .76 average against. 75 Ks, most in Major League Baseball right now. And the next guy is 20 away, which is one of my guys, Lucas Giolito at 58. Who just threw the no-hitter. Who just threw the so. no-hitter. So Bieber is out there dealing right now in Cleveland. All right. Um, Moving up to our MVPs. Maddie, give me your AL MVP. All right, well, like we talked about it, the, the, the fact of longevity, being able to play until you're an old, older man, because, you know, now we say when you're 40, 45, 50, you're still young. Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz is my pick for this year's AL MVP, or, you know, halfway in the AL MVP. Uh, hitting 315. He's got a uh, 1.05, I believe that's a OPS, of which is, which is great. Uh, you know what? Let me go ahead and do that. OPS is on base plus slugging. Thank everybody. you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, 11 home runs, 27 RBIs. Twins are first in AL Central, so he is a catalyst for their offense. And if he wins, he would be the oldest MVP at 40 years old. This guy is crushing the ball. Right? He's amazing. He's hitting crazy. He's. I was talk- talking to my brother the other day, like, how crazy. Like, this guy... I, I, for some reason, I feel like he's a late bloomer. Like, he started when he was, like, 29. Or well, yeah, he was a very late bloomer in Texas. In Texas. But, dude, this guy, I know, you know, he got popped earlier in his career. But so far, he's been good. He's been no no, no, uh, no suspensions. Damn, man. This guy this guy can hit. Mr. No. Boomstick. Yeah, no, he's killing it. He, he is a professional hitter. Yes. He's yes. one of those guys where he's mastered hitting. And he's just, if you're a master of hitting, you can do this for a very long yep. time. Um, I don't know if him having less innings on him is more is right. Not playing the not playing the outfield. Yeah, because DH pretty much most that, of his career, that, after, especially after the Texas incident. Sure, and then also yeah, the World Series. That's the one thing that might hurt my cause because usually I don't think we DH have, have we seen a DH win an MVP before. Does Tino have one? Tino Martinez. He might. That's the thing that's going to separate him. Uh, go to your AL MVP really quick, and I'll kind of explain to you why if these are the two, let's say, leaders, why it kind of helps my yeah. cause a little more. So Sorry. my guy is Jose Abreu of the White Sox, first baseman. He's hitting 320, 366 on base. The on base is actually really low um, when you look at these MVP votings. So I don't know if that'll ding him. But uh, he's got, they're, they're, it's not bad. It's not bad. He's just, he does not a big walker. I think he has like 12 walks in a season or whatever. Yeah. But uh, he has a 1.38 uh, slugging. Tops in uh, home runs and RBIs and top four in average in the league. So he's been phenomenal out there in the AL right now. Uh, kind of mentoring, in my opinion. The younger guys. These younger guys. Yeah, I agree. These younger guys are hitting the crap out of the ball, too. And I'm wondering if they're picking up from him. Yeah, well, he wanted to be there. I know that they talked to him, and he was very adamant about staying. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of trade you talks. Know, yeah, you, you know I've been here since pretty much we were bad. And I want to, I would like to stay. And they, you know what? That's respect. That's like, wow, this guy wants to be here. Let's keep this guy around. He's a good presence in the clubhouse, which has shown. 
Um, like you said about the defense, if these are two guys who are on the top, I don't think Jose Abreu is killing, uh, you know, blowing anybody away with his defense at first. I'm not saying he's a bad defender, but it's not like a game changer. It's not saying like if Nelson Cruz or Jose Abreu were going up against like, let's just say Mike Trout. Uh, by the way, Mike Trout is always the MVP. He's the best player alive, but we cannot say Mike Trout every single time. Nah, um, I had to go. We had to go somewhere else. We had to Although go somewhere else. Even the stats are comparable, but no, these guys' stats are no. This all year he, he hasn't been as good, but let's. Everyone knows Mike Trout's the best player. Let's just give it to someone else for now. This is just for fun. All right. Um, I meant to mention Mike Trout because of the defense, right? The defense, he's spectacular. Obviously, now if your offensive numbers are comparable, you move on to defense. These guys, Nelson Cruz doesn't have any defensive numbers, barely. And Jose Abreu plays a decent first base. He's a decent first base, so but nothing special. That's why that's the only thing. But for these ALs, great choices. I think we have guys who have been in the league for quite a bit and have – put in their time i hope one of them gets a chance to win it That'll and it's be- funny we're moving over to the nl now where both of our guys are big defensive guys yes right yes um give me yours give me your reasoning because uh, well i mean other than he's other than his stats i want a reason give me a reason for this guy okay here's the thing i feel like my reason for this guy is going to be shown at the end of the season and you'll understand why i'm going to say that okay uh but my guy is mookie betts now, hear me out. He just had two games today, so his, his average went down. So I'll give you the actual stats. In 122 at-bats, he's got 26 runs, 35 hits, 11 home runs, 24 RBIs, five stolen bases, an average of 287. Yeah, sure, doesn't seem. He'll, he'll bring it up a little bit. Uh, On-base percentage of uh, .356, and his OPS is 970. Now, defense, of course. Uh, the Dodgers are top in the league of defensive run saves. I believe they're at 24, and he is definitely a part of that, along with Cody Bellinger. But Mookie has brought a different kind of culture to this Dodgers team. I think the number one thing about him that has changed the absolute uh, the outlook of our team is we look at our team, and I'm sure all you Dodger fans out there, every time you see it, how are we going to hit with runners in scoring position? It's every time we get into the playoffs, it seems like everyone's bat has a huge asshole in it. Yeah. Uh, but Mookie, for me, uh, brings that confidence and that leadership. It might not be the loudest one. It's not like maybe you know a lot of people heard about JT being more of a vocal leader or whatever, whatever it is. Mookie's only first year. But his presence, the way he plays the game, we talked about it. It's a pleasure watching him. I think he's changed that complete outlook of the Dodgers as a whole. And that, for me, is why he is the most valuable, uh, most valuable uh, player on the Dodgers and as well as the National League. That was a great response. You like that? You almost won me over right there. Yeah, did you almost cry? I had a little tear shedding down. And if they win the World Series, please, dear Lord, uh, then I think my words are cemented in history. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right, go, go ahead. I like it. I but like I, like, it. I love your choice because I think this guy is equally – he can do this for the other team. Don't want him to, okay. but go ahead. So my guy is Fernando Tatis Jr. Amazing. Uh, you and I have had a lot of discussions about him in the past like two weeks or whatever yeah, yeah, it was he's been with the whole season. incident. Yeah. Um, he's hitting 301 with the 381 on base, 12 home runs, 29 RBIs, both tops in the National League. Amazing. Hitting the ball hard, which in Major League Baseball is 95 miles per hour or higher off the bat. Yes. At 62% clip. So, damn near every time he puts the ball in play, it's hard, right? Mm-hmm. But you were talking about a culture, and I think he kind of fits into that. I think yeah. Mookie's more of a serious culture, and I think his is more like, hey, Young let's come exuberance. out here. Let's bring some energy. Let's have fun out here. Let's prove everybody that we are the guys, right? Because yeah. I feel like, to me, Manny's not – I don't want to bash Manny at all, but Machado's not as big of a leader presence. No, no, no. From he's what I've seen from the outside looking in, right? Great player, but yes, I definitely He doesn't seem like 
hey guys, let's rally. There's something about him that doesn't give you that raw, raw. No, yeah, he doesn't give you the raw, raw mentality, yeah. right? When I see Tatis, I get the raw, raw mentality where he's like picking everybody up. Yeah, let's do this. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. That's the kind of guy that I like as my leader personally. You know, he's hitting bombs coming into the lot, uh, into the dugout, and you know, you, you usually have your celebrations with your guys. Mm-hmm. I've never seen thirty guys standing around dancing like the way they do with little, him, right? Yeah, a little ha- like, ha- hop, hop. It's literally everybody in there, and that to me that speaks out to the kind of guy he is, right? He's just bringing the guys together. Um, gold glove potential well, at shortstop. Definitely, yep. He's phenomenal defensively. He's the catalyst for this San Diego Padre team. That is making some noise in the West. Well, so, for me, that is why Fernando Tatis was the M- MVP for the NL. Respect. I don't think any of our choices were far-fetched. I think they were pretty close. Although, uh, I did think Mookie. I was, when I was thinking about it, I'm like, oh, who, who is it? Mookie is right now is the Dodgers MVP. No doubt. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh, quick thing about Manny Machado, great player. He is, I re- look at his numbers, he's... He can make a case for MVP as well. He's his heating o- up. His OPS is uh, 1.017. On-base percentage is almost 400. It's pretty, he's like 383 right now. Average is a 294. Home runs 11. 27 RBIs. And really good third base as well. So He's getting out of his funk because he was, he was slumping yeah, for a while. Yeah, he was slumping. But I think your choice is the uh, greater of the two. Tatis is a generational uh, talent. So... It's really fun to watch him play for a while. Hopefully, he does not on the Padres all the time to kill the Dodgers. But, hey, man, that's the great thing about watching these sports. You get to see such great things. Uh, it's really cool to see players come up, and you at one time you're like, oh, we're never going to see a player like this. But, hey, maybe we do get to see players like this. When you see Tatis, who do you think of? Oh, wow. Because I, I, I have a guy in my head. Great uh, great. Uh, uh, question, but oh, and he also has six stolen bases. Does he got like a young A Rod to you? Yes, nah, so I, yeah. I had a feeling. You give me, you give me that little smirk. I was like, oh, this guy's talking about his favorite player. Yeah, you um, know I love A Rod. No, uh, th- do you I, see that though? Do you I see do. a young? I do. Um, fast, quick. Unfortunately, it's always, it always happens, right? Those he's he's a tall, big guy too. It's like oh, A Rod was always fast, but then he got kind of slow. Uh, but that's he's got but, ten, yeah, he's got he ten got years s- from now. It's just um, I think A Rod probably started slowing down in Texas. Yeah. After he started hitting bombs, you just screw it. I'm gonna hit a bomb. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna do what I gotta do to hit that bomb. Uh, yes, he does give me uh, a rod vibe. So great, great uh, little comparison there. Um, alrighty, well guys, episode fifteen. That is one five. Uh, shout one out to five Ke- shout plus out one sh- minus one. Yeah, shout you don't do that today. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, I was gonna say shout out to Kevin Millar from Intentional Talk. He was one five. My favorite for call was one five. Oh, I, I mentioned Kevin and Kevin Millar because he went to high school with my dad. So. Uh, did he? He did. Uni High. You're welcome, Tito. Um, hmm. Yeah, they played baseball together. He was a little older, but my dad's like, wow, that guy became, you know, you're, you play with somebody. You and play with him. Like, oh, you know what? I think Tito said he's like, I never thought that guy was going to be a Yeah, like he's player. like, oh, he's always, he was good, but major league. You know, when do you ever think, oh, that guy's going to be in the major leagues? Man, you, you remember, there's some guys who are like, wow, this guy, he's on his way to major leagues. And then you get there, he's like, oh, no, he never played, not even played college or not even played the Miami. Oh, yeah. There's, it happens. We've seen you and I have seen tons oh, of yeah, guys Oh, yeah, exactly. Like There's only one guy where I truly thought, I'm like, wow, this guy's probably going to end up in the majors. And he didn't. He's pitching in, Mex- in Mexico. Oh, yeah, okay, I know who you're talking about, but that's still, that is hard to do still, so you, respect you him. You play with anybody that you were like, oh, maybe? Uh, not that comes to mind, usually the same people that we're probably thinking of. You're thinking uh, Henry, right? Yeah. Shout out uh, Henry Amana. Yeah. A uh, stud. Um, Shout no, out I, Christian, I, I, too, because I like Christian. Oh, he's a great guy. 
uh, birthday beep. Okay, well, I'm not going <laughs> to finish that one. That was a fun pool party. Anyways, guys, thanks for having us today. Um, uh, thank you for coming over, Jer, for, for this uh, great episode. Oh, I always love coming over to our professional studio. You um, know what the best thing about Jeremy, guys? Guys, well, I'll tell you a quick story. Every time I ask him a question to reflect, he literally looks around. He actually <laughs> does take in the moment <laughs> and really <laughs> thinks about what he's going to say. He doesn't come up with some crap that he's just like, like going to make it out of my butt, He's straight talking. up like looking like, uh, you know what, Maddie? I feel this way, and uh, you know I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You, see, um, you get real thoughts of me. Yeah, uh, Sunday, guys. Sunday, Sunday, we're Sunday, gonna, Sunday. We're, we're Sunday, Sunday. We're gonna have a uh, like I said, Sunday, Sunday. I believe we're gonna stick to what we we're gonna do last time. Of course, uh, it was a very special day last time, which was the Kobe one. Thank you for everyone who listened, uh, and thanks for people who uh, left some comments. I saw that oh, comments on yeah. uh, uh, yeah, what was commented. their what was their favorite Laker moment. I we truly appreciate that. I know there's a lot more that we could have brought up and I'm, we're glad that you guys brought it up but Sunday's going to be a fun day I believe we're doing a traveling episode yeah are we sticking where, to that where we've gone or where, where we've we gone where go. we like to go where we wish maybe places that are not there anymore right you, you understand oh, you understand what I'm saying cause I, I, I think I, so I got, uh, I got some uh, I'm a history book so I do enjoy some places that Atlantis just a hint if that's real uh, but you I'm get buying me, it you get I where I'm going Atlantis yeah right um, so teaser gonna, figure out if Atlantis is real <laughs> There's our teaser for next episode. Uh, so we're going to be doing that. So uh, we're, we can't wait to have you guys there. Uh, going deep with Matthew and Jeremy. Don't forget, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Everywhere. Uh, Pod, Podbean, all that stuff. You know, I keep repeating it, but you guys know. Um, Pandora's Box. Pandora, I meant. But you know Pandora's Box? Have you opened it before? Don't open I, it. I, I've opened it, and it's led to a lot of bad things. <laughs> um, Instagram. Always find us on Instagram. Yep. Yeah, we got all those comments. Oh, really quick on Instagram, uh, we had somebody message us about the episodes on. We've we've talked about it before about Spotify. Yes, the white album. Yo, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, just it is the white album. But I just want to say thank you to that person, uh, Daniel Rana, because did you read the message? I did not. I'm sorry. Okay, so I read the message and he's just kind of telling us how much he enjoys it, and, and he couldn't find it, and he couldn't find it, and he's just he's hooked on it. Got it. So, wow. I'm not going to lie. When I read that, you it made my day, dude. Thank you. Hey, it thank really you so much. Uh, so thank Dan- you to him. To Daniel Rana. Daniel Rana, thank you so much. Uh, just a reminder for everyone. Again, uh, that is our fault. Don't worry. It's not on you guys. There's two different uh, kind of like screens or like things that you could choose for going deep with Album Matthew covers. and Jeremy. Album covers. Sure. Uh, one's got a black with a nice blue and red. That one's cool, but you can only listen to the first seven or six. Yeah. You got to go over to the white one that looks more like a Dodger color thing. Go to that one. That's going to have the one plus six plus the rest. I can't do quick math in my head, but whatever le- equals to 15, okay? So that's the one that you're going to want to do. Uh, go, go on and join us. Like we said, email. Um, send us... What is it called? DM. All that stuff. Let us know how you guys want to interact with the show. We'll do a little more stuff. Just remember, Sunday Funday, that should be a great, great one. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to travel there. Uh, I try to do a little pun. I like that little pun. That was a solid pun. All right, guys. Uh, We cannot leave this show without saying the famous words at the end of uh, every episode. episode, Ready? Much Much love, love, everybody. Much love. Just much love. Oh, everybody. (laughs)